1: Welcome everyone to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host TJ, and with me again as always is our NHL analyst expert, the Grumpy Old Man. They say there is no shame in his game because he is always the same. That's me, Grump. What what the hell were you doing at the beginning?
0: Okay, everyone. Listen, to me before we go too far. I just want to make sure that you click and subscribe to this podcast. Like the podcast, view the podcast, anything you can do to support us is greatly appreciated. Also, we have the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man podcast on Thursdays and Sundays. Thursdays, 9 o'clock-ish, TJ time. Sundays, 8-ish, TJ time. The Islanders Never Say Die podcast, Wednesdays, 8-ish, and Saturdays, 8-ish, all based on TJ time. So please hit those buttons. Click those likes. Do whatever you got to do. I don't know what you do. You got to do it. Now, back to TJ's question. He said, what was I doing? I keep on telling people they don't realize. TJ is a mean and nasty bastard to me most all the time. Okay? Facts. Straight up facts. He doesn't like the way I drink my drink. He says, I'm going to mute you until you're done drinking that crap. So, Here's the thing. I learned how to unmute myself. And then I made a lot of noise just to drive him crazy. I said, you know what? I'll be done, but I'm just going to, as soon as you come on, because I knew it would make TJ angry, I pretend like I still had something to drink. That's what it is, what I was doing when the podcast started in answer to your question.
1: Why? Thank you, Grump. Uh, also a quick housekeeping and update item. Grumpy old man and I spent well better half of about an hour or so. We're finding the people to design the shirts. The logos, so people that is on the way. We have limited it down to a few uh, a few individuals here, and uh, we are we're getting to work on the shirts. Grumpy old man and I, he can attest. Grumpy old man, you were there when we were going through and viewing some some uh, designers.
0: That's true. This should have been done years ago, um, months ago for certain. Uh, you know, but uh, I already told TJ what I want. Obviously, it's not good enough because it's too smart of an idea.
1: Oh, lucky there. lucky there. Well, Grumpy. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I could smell it. The NHL regular season is right around the corner. Training camp. Players reported today. Training camp. Inbound, Grump.
0: Inbound. So you like the rock? You can smell what, out what the preseason is cooking. Is that, that what you're trying to say?
1: That's it. I could smell it, <laughs> and and guess what, Grumpy. Uh, I'm just gonna say one thing. Some comments made. We got some. We got some items to cover. Um, but but I want to ask you here. Um, going into this year, I want to know what your expectations are. And this is this is a good thing and a good practice for Islander fans out there too. Again, leave the comments below what you think your expectations are for this team as currently constituted this year. I think we can all, I know what my goal is for this team. I know what I think is a reasonable goal for them. But Grump, going and entering into the season, what do you expect this team to do?
0: We're doing season prognostications today. I thought that was on our next podcast.
1: We could talk about that too. We're going to have a lot to talk about next podcast because remember, we're not going to be going live this Saturday or next Wednesday. So the next podcast we're going to be having is not, uh, it's not going to be Saturday, October. It's not going to be until Saturday, October the 2nd. And we're going okay. to have all of preseason to talk about it during that podcast. Just to make
0: it easy for TJ, it'll be a week from this Saturday. Yes. And the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man podcast will be a week from Sunday. Gotcha. From this th- Sunday coming up.
1: Grumpy, what do what do you have expectation-wise entering this season?
0: Uh, as usual, TJ did not tell me this is what we're going to be talking about. I thought that was going to be on a return podcast. But, hey, I am willing to just go with the flow. I ask you the
1: questions. You provide the answers, Grumpy. I don't know what else there is to it.
0: Yeah, okay. Realistic goals. We should make the playoffs. And, of course, we want to win a Stanley Cup. I think we win one round in the playoffs and we get eliminated. That's, That's what I think is going to wind up happening. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. We're not going any further than maybe getting out of our division. we got to play Carolina. Carolina is a team stylistically that gives us problems, right? They're not the uh, ground and pound teams. That's what I like to call Washington and Pittsburgh now at their stage of their, you know, with their older veterans. Uh, Philadelphia, they play the same type of heavy style game. Um, And that's what we're good at. But teams that can skate and are young and are real aggressive on the forecheck, they give us props.
1: I think it, this, is, this is a year where I think you're – Islander fans, this is an important question. When would you be disappointed? I would be disappointed – If we don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and here's the thing, I would even be a little perturbed if we make it to the Eastern Conference Finals again and don't find a way to put ourselves over the top. You know what I mean? Because there's, I feel like there's a certain time period where the threshold is, okay, we've been now, you know, ideally this year we'll go to three back-to-back-to-back Eastern Conference Finals, and if you keep getting to that summit and that pinnacle every time, but you're not able to get over the hump. You know you need to address what does it take to get us over the hump I think the expectation is this year we want to win the Stanley Cup I think that's I, I think anything less I think you know anything less than the Eastern Conference Finals is a disappointing season for us um would you, would you there, agree if we don't if we don't make it to at least the Eastern Conference Finals here're going to this year again there's a lot of different variables injuries happen I'm just saying all permitted If we don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, I'll be a little disappointed this year. I think that's my expectation for this team is at least making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Ideally, we're going to be put and jettisoned over that hump into a Stanley Cup playoff appearance.
0: Okay, I'm going to quote Billy Bob Thornton in the movie Armageddon: "Prepare Island the country for bad news if that's what you think that a successful season is." (laughs) I just, I, I just, you wanted your question was. You know, if you get to the Eastern Conference Finals three years in a row and you don't know, can't get over the hump, you know, you have to ask yourself, you know, what would it take? I can tell you what it's going to take. The same thing was going to take the last two years. We need a bona fide scorer on the first line with Matt Barzell. They chose not to do it. That's why we have shampoo, lu wash, rinse, repeat. I mean, we
1: – The same freaking points. as. What, a-
0: but, but here's the thing. You just asked the question, what do we need to get over the hump? rolling the same cast of characters out again and again and again, older players, and expecting – Well, no, no, involved. I didn't
1: say what are we going to need to go get over the hump. I asked you a simple question of what would be a disappointing year for you.
0: Oh, disappointing year would be I not making – I,
1: I, said, I said we've got our expectations. I was setting my expectations. My expectations are the team makes it back to the Eastern – again, injuries permitted. Team makes it back to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's what we're expecting. As fans, again, we've talked about it. Finite window. We need to be elevating ourselves over the top, and you know anything less than an Eastern Conference Finals, in my opinion, is a little bit of a disappointing season.
0: I'm just saying that my realistic um, view of the team is that we'll make the playoffs and we'll win around. That's that's what I feel. I think it would be disappointing, totally disappointing, if we don't make the playoffs. Because remember, a lot of things can transpire between now and the end of the year injuries, the shortened schedule, the the more condensed schedule, stuff like that. So, you know, but I feel we should at least make the playoffs. I think that's a big deal. If we don't make the playoffs, it's a colossal failure.
1: Well, yeah. If you if you go to the back-to-back Eastern Conference Finals and you, next year you don't make the play the playoffs, yeah, it would be it'd be a little disappointing. But
0: it happens. Uh, it happens to teams all the time, right? I mean,
1: I, I, I know it does. You wouldn't expect it to happen to a veteran uh, veteran laden team unless there are significant injuries. But I'm just talking about going into the season, right? Everybody likes to talk about, oh, well, this is good, this is good, that's good. I'm saying if we're looking at the snapshot right now. What are your expectations? And I think a lot of fans out there and a lot of listeners to the show would agree. Making it at least to the Eastern Conference Finals is where the threshold is. You know, obviously we want to be higher than that. You know, you can't win the Cup every single year um, or any years. I knew you're going to say that. And as soon as I said that, my like, grumpy old man's going to be set up for an easy alley oop.
0: It is. That's a slam dunk. You were like uh, curly, uh, uh, curly Neil, and I was like Meadowlark Lemon, harm globe trotters, just lay right up there for a slam.
1: I'll be honest, I didn't even know who those people were, Grumpy. I'm not
0: surprised. Harlem Globetrotters. You never heard of them?
1: I know the Harlem Globetrotters are. I didn't know the players' names, though.
0: Yeah, well, those from the olden days. They got some new guys now. I don't know who they are. But uh, Will Chamberlain actually played for the Harlem Globetrotters for a year.
1: I did. I did know that. So now that we've kind of talked about our expectations going into the season, I think it's funny now we had there was a comment and it's weird, right? We had talked about this. What type of effect does this have on a player's psyche, if at all, any, um, when, you know, they know that the roster is pretty much set in stone and who the starting lineup is pretty much set in stone. Well, we got comments here today uh, from Lou Lamarillo saying, we're happy with the group we have. He's obviously going to say that, right? We're happy with the group we have. It's pretty much in place. You can name the six defensemen who should be in the uh, who should be in opening day, and you can pretty much write down the twelve forwards who should be in there. Didn't I say that?
0: How how long ago have I been saying that?
1: I, I want. Well, we we know that, but I I want us to opine and talk a little bit about what that does. Right? There's no room for Kiefer Bellows. Doesn't matter how well he does in preseason. These bellows need not apply. You're going to be down there in Bridgeport or you're no longer going to be with the Islanders organization. Guys like uh, Bolduck, Sallow, doesn't matter. You can list off the name of defenseman, doesn't matter how well you perform, you will be down there in Bridgeport to start the year.
0: No chance. The lineup, like I said, is chiseled in granite. You I knew it, but I mean we knew that. Even in the offseason, Were you to make a move right away and didn't sign a free agent. I, could, I told you what the lineup was going to be. The only guy I didn't know was Chara playing defense. That was it. Everything else we've known since day one when they, you know, rumored to sign Zach Parise. Well, then you knew what the lineup was going to be pending a trade because no one ever moves off this team. There's never competition for spots, ever. Once you're penciled in, you're in it's like they're Supreme Court justices or the Pope. They're in there for life.
1: <laughs> uh, it's Supreme Court Justices of the Pope. Jeez, Louise, going to be old.
0: I mean, but think about it, right? Even Wallstrom last year, everyone knew Wallstrom was going to get a spot. Didn't care how well he played or how poorly he played. He was going to be in the lineup.
1: Albeit, Wallstrom did play well last year. He started yes. a little bit at the beginning, but he did play well. So, you know, I think that's also worth taking into account.
0: Yeah, I'm just – but to me – What does it say to your organization? What does it say to the young players? What does it even say to guys that you sign on PTOs? Right.
1: I mean, well, I think PTOs are a little bit of a different scenario here, Grump, because you know, be honest with you, if you don't have the market out there for you, you're trying to do anything you can to claw your way into a spot. I have more feel for the guys who are projected. Because again, like anytime you're a young player, coaches are telling you a few different things. These are the spots we're going to work on. We envision you being XYZ. We envision you being a guy who could be in this type of level, this system for us, this role is where we envision you being. And when you're like, all right, I'm ready to go ahead and start making my splash, I'm ready to come in here and I'm ready to tear it up. Doesn't matter how well they do, they're still going to be slotted in to go right down to the HL, right to Bridgeport. Doesn't matter how much players have improved, doesn't matter. Going to be penciled in for Bridgeport. It's it, like, think about it, right? Connor McMichael this summer, did you happen to see the article, Grump? Has put on seven pounds of muscle. This will make you happy. Seven pounds of muscle, Grumpy Old Man. He was trading with Stamkos and I believe it was Alexander. I can't remember who else he was training with. He was trading with a few, you know, really, really talented players and he added seven pounds of muscle. And again, you know, if I'm a Washington Capitals fan, I'm salivating at the mouth. I'm chomping at the bit. Can't wait to see what this kid does now that he looks like he's physically matured up a little bit too. He's ready maybe for his, you know, his ascend to the NHL level.
0: Well, I heard that Casper Holmstrom put on seven pounds of loose skin. So you know, just take that for what it's worth too. You
1: put on seven pounds of loose skin.
0: You got fat. <laughs> Stop. I know, I know I made it up. It's all right. I mean, the fact that I had to explain that to you. Was-
1: I was trying to I was I just trying to pick on you, girl. That's all awesome. oh, okay. Oh man, no problem.
0: No problem. I forgot what you said before that, but I had a, I had I was a point.
1: Talk about Conor McMichael. I seven pounds of muscle.
0: Yeah, I just uh, not what I want. What I want to touch on was, I feel it's better for a team as a whole if there's competition for spots. I just don't feel that there's ever any competition for spots on this team. Uh, don't you think it would better be better if somebody was pushing a Josh Bailey or an Anthony Bavillier or a Cal Clutterbuck, an actual push where younger guys have a shot to beat them out. Hey, you look better in camp. You're going to start. Doesn't that make the veteran try harder? I mean, I would think it does. You're trying to keep your spot. I mean, but that's just not the way it is on the island. That's why all the old-timers want to come here. It's like country club.
1: Okay. Um, It's good. Again, you don't want to have every spot up for grabs, right? You want to have consistency. Certain guys are penciled in, no doubt about it. They're no doubters. That being said, there should always be a spot or two up for grabs every single year. It just keeps things. It keeps the competition healthy, in my opinion, when every single time you walk into camp and you say, doesn't matter what happens, these players are going to be in, we're going to bring in X, Y, Z in the off season because we're penciling them to be this player. We're penciling him to be third line, left wing. We're penciling him to be, you know, uh, Bottom six defenseman doesn't matter what you do when you're penciling in pre-ordaining every single person that you sign in as a free agent, saying, "Hey, guy, we're bringing on a vet minimum contract. You're going to be this. You're going to fill this role. Doesn't matter what the rookies do. You're going to play that role." It could be a little discouraging for the young guys. That being said, that's kind of that's just kind of how our organization runs. That's how they roll. One thing I feel then, bad for anybody who is drafted by, by the Islanders organization because they better get used to hey, I'm you know, I'm the bottom man on the totem pole, I'm gonna sit down here until I'm overripe, unless you know, Barry and Lou like me, unless I'm an Oliver Wasstrom or no adopts, unless I'm one of their, their favorite young guys, I'm gonna be sitting down here.
0: Billy Martin used to manage the Yankees as well as other teams, you know, Minnesota Twins. He always made not that he always made sure, but it seemed like every year a guy who nobody expected to make the team, single A player, double A player, would make the major league roster. Rod Carew when he was with the Twins. Okay. Don Mattingly when he was with the Yankees. Um, and everyone was saying, well, gosh, those guys shouldn't, they should make, shouldn't be on the team, right? Because there were more established names. He used to drive Steinbrenner crazy because he wanted Mattingly over Steve Kemp, who they signed as a free agent. And Martin just said, you know what, he's better, he's playing. That When that is the type of mentality that runs through your organization, hey, if I perform, I'm going to get a chance to play in the show, I just think it makes everybody better. It's something to shoot for. If you're an Islander player in the farm system, it's like, well, I have no shot. I'm just going to do my game. Maybe my time will come. Maybe it won't. But I just think it's always nice to have a carrot out there to say, you know what, if you perform well, Devon Taves, you're going to have a shot.
1: Speaking of Devon Taves, you saw he's injured, right? He's going to be out there for a little bit entering camp. He's he's not full contact just quite yet. He's been skating. He looks good, but that shoulder apparently after he had surgery is still taking a little bit of time to recover from.
0: This is what we're going to hear from the Islander glad handers now. Well, look at how smart Lou was. He knew that he was going to have a shoulder issue in two years. Oh, I'm so glad we didn't sign him. I don't care how talented it is. I'm much more happy that we signed a 44-year-old Zidane O'Chara because he really doesn't get hurt. We know he can't play anymore, but that's okay. He's going to be in the lineup. Wait. It's coming. It's coming. You wait. You're going to see it in the next few days. You're going to see it from – Maybe the Islanders Inquirer or some of the other Islanders (laughs) suck-ass, Islander media cartel who are going to say, look at how Lou is a genius. Stop it. Please stop. (laughs) You're going to see it. Mark my words, you'll see it. (laughs) Or maybe just some idiotic fans like me, somebody like me.
1: Oh, man, oh, man. Again, like that that's an injury where here's the thing. Once he's back on the ice, he's fine. You know, sometimes those shoulder surgeries do take a little longer to bounce back from. Just happens. Sometimes knee surgeries take a little longer. Sometimes people tear ACLs and are squatting 500 pounds next day in the gym right after surgery. Uh, everybody's body reacts a little different to surgeries. Yeah, and he had the surgery with with the uh, when he was on the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, what three four years ago, and he banged up his shoulder a little bit again, had to have it cleaned up. So I, you know, it, here's the thing. If if he were to come out there this year and re-tears the same shoulder, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I'm jumping on board. A, this guy might have might be some damaged goods. But uh, you know, shoulder surgery spread across you know four or five years on the same shoulder, uh, yeah, could be incidental, could be you know maybe re-aggravated a little bit of the same thing, but not as serious. No idea.
0: Um, remember Calvin Dehan? How many shoulder surgeries did he have? He's still playing. So, not well, but I don't think he ever played well. So, I mean, here's the thing. They say, what do they say? You know, oh, gosh, you know, you've lost something. Well, he never lost anything because he never had anything to lose.
1: Oh, looky there. Looky there, Grumpy old guy. That dude. was easy. Well, I, well, you do it for yourself, Grumpy. So, I mean, if you're laying yourself up for an alley-oop, it's like pregame warm-up.
0: Here's the thing. You're supposed to be doing it, but you don't.
1: I'm not, I'm not my job is not here to lay you up free answers. What do you think I am? What do you think that's I I have to
0: set myself. Here's the thing. Like I said, you're like down here and I'm way up here. I'm like I'm 15, 16 steps ahead of you.
1: Ah, so that's what it is, huh? Oh man! Oh man! Um, I I saw this and I wanted to make sure to show you. Too. Now this guy, uh, Patrick. Now Patrick over here, he does a lot of hockey analytics. I know how much you love your analytics, grumpy old man. But he says NHL coaches love to say their 30 year old players are just entering their prime, but their behavior doesn't support this. In fact, the behavior suggests. that. <laughs> That I oh, shit. You believe the average curve of the NHL or is right in line with the average curve derived from the uh wins above replacement model. And you're going to see here players entering their peak around 26, 27 and a half years old, right? And when they're starting to hit their 30s, they're starting to drop. And that's when you see 32, you're just starting to see that precipitous decline. So, again, you know, that's why right. here's the
0: thing not to interrupt you. I didn't need some fancy graph to tell me that. All I know is I've been watching hockey for years and years and years. When guys get to be a certain age, they're just not that good anymore. I don't need somebody wins above replacement. Who the hell is, – that's is, That's maybe the stupidest stat ever, really. It's a team game. Are you trying to say just because I put Joe Matadots in there instead of average Andrews Lee? I mean they're basically the same player now. Oh, player.
1: I wasn't even showing it to you. I'm sorry. Whoa, <laughs> I had popped up, I had popped up the graph here. I was reading it. I had popped up the graph to show you. I had a nice little visual for it. I know how much you love all the analytics in hockey, grumpy old man. So as soon as I saw this, I knew I had to show you.
0: <laughs> Honestly, if I couldn't have done better with that graph, because that's exactly what I feel, right? And I don't need I didn't need any fancy metrics or delving into the You know, detail, whatever these people look at. I mean, they spend all their whole lives doing this in their mom's basement. And this is what they come up with. I could have just just watched watching.
1: Maybe they just do it for fun. They do it because they love (laughs) it. Right.
0: I told you what I say. It's like a roller coaster, right? Like (laughs) wow! Like for all the New York residents, like going to great adventure. You know, I don't, I don't even know what rides they have anymore. They change all the names all the time used to have a batman rider whatever the heck it was but it's
1: like wow
0: you turn and how many got how many guys at the have over 30 oh that's right the majority of the team that's good
1: so uh you know i will say our system i think uh allows us to be as successful as possible with some of those older individuals but i you know i i do because again some people share the thought of hey 30 is your prime early 30s are your prime Mm -hmm. unless you're an ageless wonder, unless you're a hall of fame caliber player, I just, I, I, unless you're an outlier to the rule, I'm just not so sure.
0: That's right. That's the whole thing. It's, and that's any, any sports, any athletic, uh, endeavor. You don't get better. The older you get, there are a few, you know, but on the, on the average, no, doesn't work. And that's why people always say, well, gosh, you know, look at the Islanders teams from the 1980s, the dynasty team. They were, They had so many years where they couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, but they were all like 24, 25 years old. When they were 26, that's when they started winning cups. And by the time they were 30, 31, the run was over. I mean, because that's just what it is for NHL players. I will say our guys, here's the thing. Our guys, uh, for most of us, have not been extremely talented. So, you know, they pretty much flatline it anyway. So how much could they decrease?
1: Oh goodness gracious! I wanted to also show you this. Have you seen Sidney Char yet in his new and uh, his new uniform with the Islanders? He, honestly, it looks odd. It, maybe it's just I don't know, Grumpy. He just looks so odd. He, he
0: he did an interview where he had a couple of Islander jerseys up. He even still has a fisherman jersey. And what do you know? And this was on uh, NHL Network Radio that I was listening to. And the host of this show says, "You know what? The kids." All love the Fisherman jersey. And they're stunned that they haven't broken that out as a third jersey. What have I been saying for the last two years? Bring that out as your third jersey. Because the young kids love it. They absolutely love it. The oldsters, the Giesel squad like myself, um, not so much. Of course, I'm up with the time, so I like it. But, you know, most of the older fans don't like it. But the younger fans absolutely love it. And I would love to see it as a third jersey. Bring it back. Chara says bring it back. Bring it back. Did they know Char? Did
1: Char really say bring back the bring back the fisherman?
0: No, he didn't. The announcers did, but he just said that he still has that. He still has a couple Islander jerseys, and he has a fisherman jersey, too. And he specifically mentioned the fisherman jersey.
1: Oh, lucky there. Hey, I love the fisherman jersey. Uh, you know what? I haven't been adding the damn thing to the screen. I'm sorry, Grumpy. But I just thought, I, I thought, man, oh, man, Big Z looks very, very odd in Islanders uniform. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, oh, man. Hey, I just hope
0: it works out.
1: Here's the thing. I, I will feel that just as you talked about, I've mentioned again, that's a guy I could – even though you, I kind of understand the expectation of him going in, it's going to be really tough to boo him. You know, we're going to – I'm Who saying before it's before the season. I'm just saying, dude, if the play is just not there on the ice.
0: I'm not going to boo him. I'm never going to boo him.
1: You know what? This is – I'm my- just saying – okay, could you not see fans booing him if he looks mm-hmm. awful out there on the ice and has to uh, be you know really rough?
0: if they do that, they're wrong. Now, what I, what I would say would be, man, he just can't do it anymore because you know what? That's what happens when it's a, when it's an all timer out there and he sticks around a little bit long. It's not that he sucks. It's not, it's not like he's Josh Bailey. It's just that, you know, he's a Dane O'Chara and he's 44 years old. I mean, you know, at some point in time, you just can't do it anymore. Your body just won't let you do it. And, Unfortunately, I think that's what's going to happen. Now, I do have a question because both of the jerseys he had on, he had little assistant on there, The, the uh, like he was an assistant captain. They want to know if that was a jersey that the Islanders sent. he's like, no, that's when he was with the team previously. So my question to you, TJ, I know you're going to probably get all flummoxed and not know what to say and give us a long 400-minute dissertation on a two minute, two-second answer. Do you think he should be an assistant captain for the Islanders?
1: Absolutely not.
0: I'm going to disagree. I think he certainly should.
1: Okay. So, who is he going to take the A from?
0: Who are the assistants now? Cal Clutterbuck and Josh Bailey. Just pull a name out of the hat. <laughs> it's not Bailey. He's the, guy, he's the least qualified to be a, a leader. Oh, my. I mean, unless you're going to Carvel or, you know, the soft serve ice cream truck, why would you want Josh Bailey as a leader? Okay. He's
1: yeah. not going to have his A removed. Come on, and Cal Clodabuck is not going to have his A removed either. I don't care how much leadership, presence Sedano Chara brings, he's not going to be a captain or assistant captain. Just not going to happen.
0: Who's a better leader? Who's a better leader? It's Zedano Chara.
1: I couldn't tell Zdeno you. I can't, I can't tell you in the locker room who's a better leader and who It's Zdeno
0: freaking Chara. It's Zdeno Chara. He's a better leader than anyone on our team, even better than Anders Lee. He's been there, done that. He's been a captain. He Come on. It would be like if Messier in his prime came in here. You think that he wouldn't have got the C? They would have said, Anders Lee, take a step back, sunshine. This guy's a leader. This guy's been a leader his whole career. You Guys like that should get a letter. I'm not saying he should be captain, but he should definitely be an assistant. And I don't know if there's a rule how many assistants you can have. I don't know.
1: I don't think you can loot up your team and just put everybody as an assistant captain. I think you're only allowed two assistant captains and one captain, Grump.
0: Well, this is what I'd like to see. I'd like to see Josh Bailey come into the room on opening day, see Dano Char, and go, Yes, Zedano, um, you can be captain of the team. I'll give it to you. I'm a little soft around the edges anyway. I, we need somebody a little tougher than me.
1: Uh, oh, is that what he said? He's, I can't even, what the hell is that character who eats the hamburgers and goes out on the beach? He's a cartoon. Wimpy? That's who you sound like. Is no, that that wimpy, wimpy,
0: always, wimpy always said, I'll gladly uh, pay you on Tuesday for a hamburger today.
1: That's what he sounds like. If I, if I had to assume what Wimpy would sound like, never having watched that cartoon, that's exactly what I would imagine.
0: Well, I was trying to sound wimpy because I was doing my Josh Bailey impersonation. Wimpy.
1: Hey, look at you, grumpy. Look at you. Um now maybe
0: we just hope that Bailey gets hurt and then Zidane Char would get the A by default. As we
1: are as we are looking this year at preseason what are the items that you're looking for? I know there's a lot of articles that have been thrown out there. Some items people are looking for are sillier than others. But if you're looking, heading into the preseason, what are you going to be watching for, Grump? What are the few items that you were taking away from our preseason and around the league? Oh, by the way, I'll give you a chance to think about that. Evander Kane also, uh, the NHL found that he was not betting on any games that he had played in Grumpy.
0: Yeah. Um, Boy, that was a quick investigation, wasn't it? I mean, really quick.
1: Yeah, I, I it was it was kind of a quick investigation, but I want to get back to the question. I was hopefully you have a chance now to think about it. What are the items, Grumpy Old Man, that you were looking towards this this season in the preseason and training camp? And what are you looking for around the league?
0: Okay. For the Islanders, there's only two things that I'm looking for. Number one, who's going to be the first line wing with Matt Barzell and the totem pole? And the second one is who's going to be Dobson's defense pairing partner? For me. Wallstrom should be on the first line, and uh, uh, Chara should be with Dobson. That's that's if it was me. That's what I would do. You cannot pair Chara with Mayfield. You just can't do it. Just can't do
1: it. Well, I think I think it's a no brainer. Anybody who's entertaining anything else is just no. I, I'm sorry. I mean, like that's one of those things where you think about common sense. No way in hell it flies.
0: And then do you have like a? Do you really have a true second pairing? I don't know. I mean, I would almost I would almost say no, depending on how many minutes Pulak and Pelik can take. And I know it's a long season. I'll think maybe in playoffs, you got Pulak and Pelic, and then you'll have Chara Dobson, then you'll have Pulak and Pelic, then Green and Mayfield. And maybe just mix it up a little bit after the fact. But I just think that Pulak and Pelic are gonna have to handle more of the load because of the age of the left-handed defenseman. Uh, on the other two pairings. I just, I think it'll be really, really difficult for them uh, to do it over the full 82 games and then a playoff run.
1: I can imagine that. I'm looking for a few different items than you, Grumpy. Um, And uh, call me crazy.
0: It's been done before.
1: (sighs) Yeah, right. I'm more looking towards players down the road. I want to see how Ratu looks. In camp, I know that's what a lot of people have been saying that. I do. I am in. The, I am the club in the support of. Hey, I want to see how he looks. Um, I also want to see. Uh, you know, I want to see Robin Salo. I want to see how he looks. I mean, Bulldog. I think we kind of know what we have there, but I want to see how Salo looks on the smaller ice surface. I want to see. You know, I want. Dobson is a huge, huge, huge person I'm watching this year. Does he take the step forward? And it's the same thing with Wallstrom, too. Do they look more physically mature? Do they look more comfortable out there on the ice? Do they look more commanding when they're in there? I mean, that's those are going to be the items I'm looking for earlier on in the year because no longer are those guys rookies. I mean, Dobson has now played over 100 games. I'm looking for him to start settling in. I'm looking for him to more take control and authority of the situation. That's more what I'm looking forward to No, Dobson. I'm looking for the hesitancy to be gone. Those are the items I'm looking for and trying to keep it keep an eye on
0: okay so you're looking for detailed stuff like that okay i just think
1: i'm looking for the detailed stuff because there's nothing else that we can really look for in my opinion there's i mean like there's no position battles i mean again as many people are trying to say hey i think oliver is gonna be in the first line i think he's even the first line i just think there's no way in hell Uh, i the guy was being the guy was being sat and he was a healthy scratch towards the end of the year for him to go playing again, as I'll say it, 12 some odd minutes a night to playing 16, 17 minutes a night. I just I, I'm not on board with believing that's a possibility.
0: Yeah, the one thing he does is score goals. And why why would you not of all, of every player on the team, he's the most natural goal scorer that we have. Why would he not play with our best player who just happens to be one of the top playmakers in the league? Why would you not put them together? It just—it's just stupid, honestly. If that uh, Barry does that, it's just dumb. It's just dumb in the short term and really stupid in the long term. Let them learn. Let those two gel together early, and then you reap the benefits by the end of the year. I just—I'm just a real believer in that, in building that chemistry. Palmieri, who cares what he does? He is what he is. Never going to get any better. He's probably a better option on the second line, and Bailey should be on the third. In the in a, you know the optimal world, but you know they're going to leave Bailey on the second line, which means that Palmieri should play on the third line, and maybe that's a good fit with a healthy Pajot and uh, the thirty-seven-year-old guy on the left wing, Perise.
1: Um, well, Grump, I'll put it to you like this too. You mentioned a lot of the same points that you've been echoing kind of all year long. I, I. I don't disagree with it. And, but if I, again, like I'm going to harp back on it, what we're looking for this year in the preseason, what we're going to be looking for early on in the year. Um, I think, I think it's going to be a shoe in again, as I'll say, for Paul Mary being on the first line, Oliver Walsh being on the third line, but he's going to get major minutes on the power play. So I'm thinking maybe he's going to be playing 13, 14 minutes a night.
0: Like I said, uh, for me, he should be on the first line. Uh, that's a no-brainer. You didn't go out and get a true first-line winger on the right side. You didn't do it for whatever reason, too scared to make a trade. Who the heck knows the real reason? Um, so now you're stuck with still with the same lineup as last year. So you're going to have to change players up. I just think Barzell, if Wallstrom, and Ma- Wallstrom might not be all the way there yet.
1: That's why I you. I don't think he's all the way there yet either. I think, I, like, in a lot of situations for a lot of teams, he would be put into the role of first line right wing, and they would say, We're going to have some growing pains with you. Go ahead. By the end of the year, we expect you to be fully acclimated. With this team, that is never something we're going to do.
0: Well, but that's, that's what they should do. Baptism by fire, right? He's been in the system now for a year. He played all last year. He should be, he's, his thing, he showed that he can score at the NHL level. That's what we need. Team him up with the best playmaker we have. Hmm. Some of the other things you mentioned that you were interested in seeing. I'm not as concerned because it doesn't affect the big team. Ratu, he's at least a couple of years away. Balduk. I mean
1: I, I'm interested. I'm interested to see Ratu because I want to see how he looks. This is a guy who had, you know, a very uh Jekyll and Hyde type performance last year so I want and again like this summer looks like he's heating up I want to see how he looks again playing against higher competition that's the thing he struggled against right when he went to the Swedish Elite League he struggled or was it the Finnish Elite League I can't, or maybe it's the Finnish Elite League when he went to the whenever he went for, he jumped up from like the under 21s the professional league he struggled performance wise and that's what I'm looking for I'm looking to see okay is he able to it does it look like he's maybe holding you know his maybe he's holding you know his water kind of what does that look like I'm not expecting a guy to make a team or anything like that I just want to see how he looks out there in the ice
0: well he's not going to make the team I just uh, no chance but to me you know it doesn't concern me last year um you want to see if what he does in the preseason? That's fine, like I said, but he's still a couple of years away. Um, so, I mean, it doesn't concern me what he does in preseason camp, how many minutes is he going to get, I don't know. They might actually get a lot of minutes, the young guys, since the starting lineup is already determined. So maybe they will get some more time. It'll be interesting to see. If I'm looking at individual players, I want to see how Bolduc looks, uh, I want to see how Ajo looks and I want to see how Salo looks because those are the guys that, you know, maybe if there's an injury, maybe they'll bring one of our guys up and not have to maybe require on uh, Gustafson, maybe being a member of the team just because he signed a PTO.
1: Well, let me ask you this. So you're not looking forward to seeing how key, I know you, you didn't mention Kiefer Bellows in there
0: uh, because he's got no shot to make the team, none.
1: So you're not interested uh, to see how he looks?
0: It doesn't matter because it's only going to piss me off because if he performs, um, I'd almost hope he gets injured because this way I don't have to get pissed off when he performs and some of the other ham and eggers don't and then he'll still be on the bench. That, that Those are the things that just drive me crazy, just like Taves did when they sent him down. The same thing just drove me absolutely insane. Best players should play. Best players play.
1: Um, and Again, Islanders why... That's won. my credo. Yeah, I know. I know it's your credo. Um, I, I again, I, I think that pretty much aligns with what a lot of people are, are saying out there. You know, I'm not too concerned about, uh, other items. You know, some people like, how does in? is going to make the, p-? it's a moot point. I, I don't, I'm not really too concerned with how he looks out there on the ice. I'm expecting a guy to be, you know, just another guy, just a jag at this point. I'm not too concerned to see how he looks out there. Um, now I will say I'll be interested. I'll be watching an ex Islander. He's going to be a little further north of the border. I'll see how he's been playing, Grumpy. I'll be seeing. I'll be tuning in to see how Josh Bailey is gelling. Now it's funny, right? You, you mind Josh Hosang? Josh Hosang. I'm sorry, thank you. I'll be interested to see how Josh Hosang's looking. Right? It's funny. You look at this quote here. Uh, John Tavares uh, says here, um, Hosang's been training at the lease facility for at least six weeks or so. So exactly. we should think one or two things. Did he buy in Is he bought into the Leafs and where he wasn't bought into the Islanders? Or is this kind of like the last chance corral? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see.
0: I think it's safe to say that he's not going to get much of a chance. Uh, this is probably one of the last chance he's going to get. But this is another – now, let's say he comes out and comes out gangbusters and he makes the Leafs. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I doubt it because they're loaded with offensive talent. Okay. But if he comes out and dominates in camp and looks really, really good in preseason games, what does it tell you about what we've discussed so far today, right? He never had a shot, and believe me, he never had a shot to make the big team here. And when you are playing on a team for years and years and years and outperform other players and certainly have a skill set that the big team needs and still never get a shot, I could see where it just sucks the life out of you. I'll be interested to see how he looks with the
1: Leafs. I will. I'm also interested to see, and again, this is just a personal curiosity. I don't think this guy's going to tear it up, but I want him to do well because he's a nice guy, an ex out or two. I want to see Andrew Ladd. I want to see Andrew Ladd out west, how he's going to perform. You know, He said, hey, I'm a little rejuvenated. Now I feel like I have a chance to play and contribute. Because I am interested to see if, because certain players know they have absolutely no chance, if that just squanders, it squanders their vigor. You know what I mean? They don't have the same exact enthusiasm they have and love for it because they know I'm always predestined to be in this role. So it's definitely something I'm gonna be watching. I'll be watching Josh O saying, "And hey, if he comes out and looks gangbusters out there, Grump, and even if he doesn't go ahead and stick it with the, the the Maple Leafs, at least he will have had an audition to where, if he looks good enough, maybe another team will give him a shot."
0: See, I'm not gonna be phony and fake like you. I'm going to say I hope he succeeds because it pushes my narrative and it makes me look good. I mean, that's all I want. That's all I care about is that I look good when I make these predictions. Um, That's all that really matters to me. I don't care about Josh Hosang as a player, as a person, nothing. Just make sure that he does well enough to make me look good. Thank you, Josh Hosang. Oh my goodness gracious!
1: Um, you also saw that all the players who had surgery this offseason season in the first press conference, right? Lee's 100 percent ready to go. Pajot's ready to go. Everybody's ready to go out there. Not really a big shock. My Martin's ready to go. No real injuries or nagging, uh, you know, uh, bumps and bruises.
0: Well, good, good. I was I was expecting nothing less, to be honest with you. So mm-hmm. I would have been disappointed if someone was still having lingering uh, injury issues.
1: Yeah, I just just always good to have the confirmation there of that as well. And now let me ask you this too, Grump, because I've got one more question of what you expect regarding player performance. Now, last year, we talked about it. Matt Barzal, when he had, you know, Anders Lee and Jordan Everly on the line before it became the helicopter line with Leo Komarov, he looked good. The point production was there. I thought he was doing things he's never done before. And. You know, I want to know. Do you think he continues to take a step forward? What do you think production-wise is going to look like out of Maples all this year?
0: I thought he took a took a quantum leap jump last year, particularly early uh, before the injuries set in. Um, I thought you saw his game not take a quantum leap offensively, but doing the small things in games, uh, and I would expect to see that again this year. I think if you team him up with Wallstrom, uh, he could be just an assist magnet. I think that pairing could be really, really good for them. You got a shot. I mean, Wallstrom's able to get into spots to shoot. Average stands in front of the net. He could jam home any rebounds. It's what we need. Like I said, you know I don't have a love for Palmieri. I certainly don't think he's a first-line talent. Um, I didn't think Everly was either, honestly, and I think that holds that line back a little bit. That's why I'd like to see Walsh from up there. So if I, I'm not going to give you a points, but I would say maybe 75 points, 70 to 75. Remember, you're probably never going to see an Islander player be a point-of-game player. It's just the system won't dictate it. And if it gets close, Barry will bench him because he doesn't want him getting a big head.
1: Is that what you think it is? Sure. Yes, <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. I did want to talk about because I had other people mentioning this, talking about uh, our performance last year and kind of the additions we've made. Now, I see a lot of people saying, hey, TJ, grumpy old man, you guys forgot, you failed to mention that Anders Lee's coming back as well. You got you know, got Oliver Wallstrom improving, taking steps in the right direction. I never look at when players return back from injuries as an addition to the team. and The reason is, I think, pretty simple, and this is at least how I rationalize it. I can never guarantee that we're going to have a 100% healthy roster throughout the year next year. So, again, you know, there's going to be injuries. It's just part of the game. So, you know, Anders Lee was injured last year. I, the fact, I will never assume that we will enter the uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs with a 100% healthy roster. Just slim to none chances of that. So the likelihood of there being an injury to a player that matters is there. So I, that's why I say it's not like an addition by bringing back Anders Lee because injuries just happen.
0: Yeah. Our two additions this offseason were a 37-year-old broken down left wing and Zach Parise. And a 44 year old washed up Zadane O'Chara. Those were our two additions this offseason. Mm. Anybody who says anything different wasn't paying attention to last year's team.
1: Oh, tis, tis, grumpy, tis, tis. Um pretty,
0: uh, All right. Mm. Everybody else was in the Islanders organization.
1: <sighs> yeah. Um, I want to show you this is a meme, Grumpy Old Man, that was made here by Jerry Springer. And I figure you get an interest out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> so I like how they use all the coolisms cluel, that you have there, Grumpy, and all the the endearing nicknames you've given some of these players: F minus, Paul Mary, Lollipop, Comroff. Oh, you don't even. He, I know who they are. Below average, Hendersley, uh, Andy Green, Zach Parise, the six million dollar man, Varlamov, Croc Nelson, Zdeno Chara, and Travis. Ajak. Travis, Jake. By the way, retired too, grump
0: Um, who cares? The way he played for us last year, was like he's retired already.
1: He was taking an early retirement?
0: I mean, he did. Cashed in at 60.
1: Oh, man. Oh, I forgot to actually, it didn't actually populate. There it is going to be.
0: Oh, let's see. Oh, Zach Parise, Andy Green, below average. Yeah. Barry. Oh, too much hair on Barry. I'm just going to tell you that much right now.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, Croc. Varley, I, I just I just read all the names. I just, oh, okay. Who's the
0: guy? Oh, six million dollar man. Yeah, six Wonderful. million
1: dollar man. I thought again. Like, I'm sorry, I'm having issues pulling up the actual image right now. But like, I thought it was showing originally when I was reading the names over. I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, Grump. I, we're gonna start kind of diving into the comments, kind of talking a little bit more again about you know what we expect season expectation wise. Because Grump, when we get back, we're gonna have our next podcast is October the second. Um, I mean, it's seasons right there, Grump. So well, then,
0: then we're going to do our season preview, right?
1: Yeah, Grump. You should have come prepared today and to be honest with you, to be flat-out honest with you, Grump.
0: No, I like to. I want to go through training camp before doing a season preview.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on Grump. You already know what our, our team's going to look like. I'm talking like. about you the rest of the league. I'm talking
0: what? about the rest of the league. What do you
1: mean the rest of the league?
0: The, uh, well, we're just going to play with ourselves, like Josh Bailey okay. and Nick Letty when they're on the power play? No. Up, 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 up. <laughs> we're going to give our picks. All
1: that stuff. Oh you, Grumpy. You should have second. You should have you should have come prepared, Grumpy. You should have come prepared like I am. Jerry B said, Boys, uh, didn't know you're going live tonight. I thought TJ was out of town. Speaking of which, TJ better show him the meme I made to your NHL and experts expert. Uh get that shit out of here. Um, and then uh Brett W said, What's up, TJ and Grumpy? What's up, Brett? And then John P. also chiming in. Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, Brett W., uh, what's up? Uh, good evening, John. And Brett W. is saying, I heard the owners re-signed uh, Bellos and Michael Del Cole.
0: Yeah, whatever whatever minimal amount they had to sign them for, that's what they did.
1: Certainly weren't getting anything extra, I'll
0: tell you that much. They're not going to get the Palmieri treatment. You want a one, two, or three-year deal. They're not going to get the Andy Green, hey, we'll give you a bunch of bonuses at the end of the year deal or Zidane O'Chara, or Zach Parisi. Okay, well, okay, okay, okay,
1: okay, okay. Bellos and Michael Dell Cole, be it right or wrong, don't play for this team.
0: Well, that's a okay. failure of the coaching staff.
1: Okay. Well, again, you say it's a failure of the coaching staff. Someone just simply says, we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals in back-to-back years.
0: We haven't won anything. We've never won a division title under this guy. We have not even won a division title under this guy. Nothing. We've won nothing under Barry Trotz. Nothing. Nothing. You don't put up a banner that say, I made it to the Eastern Conference Final. Nobody puts a banner up for that. You don't do that. For winning division, they put you up for winning Stanley Cups or being a conference champion. They don't put, hey, want a playoff. We want a playoff game. Let's put up a banner for that. No, sorry.
1: No, grumpy. That- no. I- I'm going to go ahead and promote. We need to put up a banner. We made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, baby.
0: Lost in the Eastern Conference Finals.
1: Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man um yeah and i'm also seeing the same exact thing here but i saw it was reported by andrew gross there uh michael del cole and Kiefer bellows oh, uh, we knew that we, we knew that though. yeah we knew they weren't gonna walk and we had the rumors that he was gonna be back uh, coach time b said good evening tj grumpy man uh happy wednesday yes it is the,
0: wednesday. i couldn't believe it was wednesday already
1: what's up tommy and then scott l say hey guys what's up scott nick d i'm oh, gonna tell you show, tj where are the freaking shirts
0: yeah that's right, TJ. Where are the shirts? Nick gonna
1: Tell me. Go ahead and hit I, me. What are going to tell me, huh?
0: I just wanted to say I always love Scott's little picture. It's the best. I don't think anybody else has a better picture. That's the best. That's the best. Exactly. Why? If Why? I could have come up with it, I would have used it, and it would be something I would use. But, Scott, you're the man. I love that. I love that picture. Out of all the little pictures, you know, I love seeing the young children like Jim here, with I'm assuming that's Indeed, his son.
1: Saying howdy boys.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, they're wonderful, but Scott's is he just sets it apart.
1: Well, Scott there saying shirts will be ready next century. Just kidding.
0: No, I think it'll be ready this year. I really do.
1: Bill Brady said Aaron Rodgers is the bad man, right, Grum? He hey, is Aaron good. Rogers, he looked good. He is good.
0: It's a healthy played against Detroit. That helps everybody look good.
1: You just don't think he's clutch. He's not clutch.
0: I, I don't it's not that I don't think he's clutch. I know he's not clutch.
1: Mm-hmm. and they don't even need
0: to get in that discussion
1: how time with the shirts I should be
0: wearing one by
1: now they're in the works they're in the works uh, time he also said are we making some Josh Bailey shirts
0: yeah those are the ones that are irregular that come off with this the printing is screwed up or they just look stupid or they don't work you know those are those would be the Josh Bailey shirts uh,
1: the,
0: ones, the ones that they send like to uh, third world countries you know like Atlanta Falcon Super Bowl winning shirt they send those overseas because, well, who'd buy them?
1: Jerry yeah. said, boys, can you make an outers never say die? Hoodie or hat? I've got enough shirts. Uh, uh, I
0: and mean, Everything is on the table.
1: I'm, uh also saying, regarding expectations, um, is barely getting to the second wild card.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's – but no, seriously – that's, that's what I think my expectation is. It's winning one playoff round. I just think it's going to be harder this year. That's all.
1: Brian G. said, Grumpy, laughing my ass off. We will go to the cup.
0: Yeah, coffee cup. The one down at the corner. Brian, love you, but uh, I'll just disagree with that. And you know what? We should have how little running scoreboard. Me and then everybody else. And then we'll keep score at the end and see who was right.
1: Oh, goodness gracious.
0: I'm going to guarantee it'll be me.
1: Yeah, Scott L. Saying, uh So much confidence, Crump. Yeah, he never has any confidence in the team. What a shock. I um,
0: don't have confidence. We make the playoffs and we went around. Isn't that, is that the expectations of most of the fans here?
1: The expectation that most of the fans are to, to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals or make it to the Cup. That's the expectation. We've been to the Eastern Conference Finals in back-to-back years. The expectation now is to take the next step. Let's be quite frank and candid about it. The expectation for most fans are going to be to win the freaking Cup. You make it to the Eastern Conference Finals in back-to-back years, anything less than the same point of where you're making it is going to be disappointing. Straight if, you up. Have,
0: if you have the same players and it's an older group, I just think that's not, it's just not what's going to happen.
1: Do you, do you want to know what also is going to drive me insane is that you are going to see and there's always a group like this if let's say things go bad things go awry for the albums this year they don't make it to the same point they have a disappointing season based off the expectations that fans have set for themselves going into the year some fans will find every which way to explain the reason as to why it was an unlucky year and this happened that happened you know uh andy green forgot to tie his shoelaces and uh or skate laces one time out there on the ice and he gave up a goal and it was just unlucky, you know, they had a hex on them, or whatever. They're gonna find every way to explain away disappointment. And again, like I, I Islander fans, we can agree right now. We gotta get to the same point, the Eastern Conference Finals, otherwise we're gonna be disappointed. I'm gonna be disappointed. I know a lot of fans, I'm sure, share the same sentiment as me.
0: Yeah, I'll be disappointed too, but I won't be surprised. You know what my excuse is when a team gets beat. You probably just weren't good enough. I mean, it doesn't matter who, what team you are. I mean, you just probably weren't good enough, and that's why you didn't win.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, William C. said Chara and Mayfield uh, are going to make a good defensive pairing. Ooh,
0: right. they'd be really freaking slow.
1: I was, I just, I'm sorry, I couldn't. I, I, you're right. They'd be so slow. You want to talk about a, like a dinosaurish type line? Oh, slow. They move like lurchy individuals. They don't move all that well. Could you imagine a speedy line? Could you imagine a speedy line like the Carolina Hurricanes matching up against that? Right, Grump? It would be it'd be horrible for
0: us. I mean, here's the thing: skating with Chara is going to make Mayfield look like Connor McDavid. That's what it's going mean, to because Chara can't skate anymore. I mean, it, you know, not nothing. It just it just is what it is. And here's the thing: I will never boo Chara. Never. Uh, I might say he doesn't play poorly, but I won't boo him.
1: You might say he doesn't play poorly?
0: I, I might say that he plays poorly, but I, I won't boo him for that. You know, my excuse is going to be he's 44, and if that's an excuse, well, it's Islander management who signed him. It won't be his fault.
1: Hmm. Um, Jerry B said, not even five minutes in a grump is pucker in his lips for the Carolinas' entire roster. Get a grip, grump. Islanders better grip their sticks tight when they play Carolina uh matthew s said disappointing if they don't make the stanley cup finals
0: well i'll tell you what we're gonna have an unhappy bunch of people i'm gonna have to be the ray of sunshine saying i told you so at the end of the year Hmm. i hope i'm wrong but as everyone knows who listens to this podcast it's not usually the case
1: uh Coach Shamibi also said huge disappointment if the Islanders missed the playoffs or didn't win a round.
0: Yeah, that, that's what if they don't make the playoffs, that's a disappointment. I mean, even if we make the playoffs and we lose in the first round, it depends on who we play. It's a matchup thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. other than that, I mean, it's the same team. Uh I don't expect anything to get better. Um, and I just hope we stay the same.
1: Jerry B said, "Same cast and crew. Shaking my head. The band is kept together, and mediocrity will be our mo."
0: There you go, Jerry.
1: I don't think it'll be mediocrity. We're going to see again. We're going to be a very competitive team. You know, we can match up. You know, it's it's not like it's not like we're miserable. Like we're expecting to lose every game. I, you know, I think I go into every single night saying, "Okay, you know, this is going to be one where we sweat it out every single night." But uh, yeah, it's got to stay healthy, and you like the hope. That uh, you know some of our younger guys like that Dobson and Wallstrom because at this point we're riding on them taking huge improvements in their game. In my opinion, I think fans and I think the team is riding on Oliver Wallstrom and Noah Dobson to make huge improvements in their game. Right? Because you look at same cast and crew. What are we going to do to help put ourselves over the top? We added a third line left winger. We took a step back and our you know our second pairing left-handed defenseman. So how are we going to offset that? We have to offset that with a huge improvement from Oliver Wallstrom, as well as a huge improvement from Noah Dobson.
0: And you're the same guy who's saying that Oliver Wallstrom going to play on the third line. Well, then you're not going to get that jump from Oliver. I
1: think Walsham. Oliver Wallstrom on a third line can put up forty points. Ugh. The best third oh. line in all freaking hockey.
0: Oh jeez, here we go. I'm,
1: t- I'm telling you, if Oliver Wallstrom is on a line with Zach Parise and John Gabriel Pajot, are you trying to tell me it's so far fetched to think he might have a point every other game? And he's hmm. going to be playing on a power play too. Do you want to know how your team – you know your team sucks? When I talk or- about the third line all the time. Yeah, 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 I, know. When, you I say,
0: know. when you say they have the best fourth line in hockey or the best third line in hockey. We're you slowly know how your team working is our going? way
1: up. We're slowly working our way up. Soon we're going to have the best second line in all of hockey.
0: I guess that means that Bailey's retiring and Croc Nelson will too. <laughs> uh, all I'm going to say is I'd much rather have somebody say, hey, they're in contention for the best first line in hockey. That's what I'd like to hear eventually. And if you put Oliver Wallstrom up there, maybe it gives you a shot to be one of the top 10 first lines in the game. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, um, Brett W. also saying after the last two years, goals have to be the Stanley Cup or it's a failure. I just feel it. That's that's my point, right? This is, this is the expectation of a lot of fans going in, and, and I don't blame them either. I don't think it's a wrong expectation. I just think it's going to be one of those that are going to be really tough to fulfill because, right, we've made it to the Eastern Conference in back-to-back years. It proves, in my opinion, I know you're one of the outliers on this, but it proves it wasn't a fluke. You make it to the Eastern Conference Finals in back-to-back years, it's not a fluke. That being said, if you don't continue to elevate yourself, people are going to be disappointed.
0: Okay. You say it's not a fluke. I say we played with a really old roster both years, shortened seasons, which enabled us to get to the playoffs and achieve some success. My concern is – now here's the thing. If we would have acquired Tarasenko, then I think if we didn't take that step to the Stanley Cup final, then it would be a disappointment. But when you're bringing back the same cast of characters and expecting improvement from them where they failed the last two years at the same spot, I just – I just don't think that's realistic, particularly for an older team. What I don't want to see happen is come March, you start seeing the lug nuts coming off the wheels because all the old guys are starting to falter. And since we ride them to death playing the grind it out style, who are we going to have to replace them? That's that's my concern. That really is.
1: Uh, David D. said, I'm putting $100 on the outers right now, $1,400 to win The Stanley Cup. And I think that is a great segue, grumpy old man, into our sponsor for today. Um, Brought to you by DraftKings, ladies and gentlemen. Week two of football is in the books. And now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when you place a $1 bet on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a $1 bet on any week three game to receive $150 of free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That is promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 years or older in New Jersey, Indiana or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, a minimum of five dollar deposit and a one dollar wager is required one per customer restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or in indiana call 1-800-9-WITH-IT grumpy you getting you having a fun time over there moving your mouth like that
0: yeah i'm working on my chevy chase impersonation he used to do that when he did weekend uh update when emily Lutella, who was played by gilda radner would come on uh and say something he would just go be in the background he would just what, mimic what
1: she was, was done by Norm Macdonald.
0: What? Oh, oh, okay, stop, stop. All right, let's just admit you know nothing about anything. Let's let's just, we'll just go with that. So you don't seem so stupid. We'll just admit that you play football. Thought, you it, got. It.
1: Hit it. on SNL, isn't it?
0: Okay, you realize Saturday Night Live started, started in 1975. Chevy Chase was there for one year, and he was the big breakout star. He used to be the host of Weekend Update. Okay, And it was Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin. Um, and then they had a whole bunch. And Norm McDonald was, but that was like in the ni- late 90s.
1: Fair enough, Grumpy. Fair enough. Um, Coach Tommy said my biggest disappointment would be Frank K is not singing O'Sherry oh, live at UBS at the Islanders Rangers game.
0: You want to know what my biggest disappoint- uh, disappointment would be? If I went to a game at UBS and I saw Tommy Baffy.
1: Oh, why would that be a disappointment, Grumpy? because it was an easy, cheap shot to take it in. Uh, John P. said, uh, Meadowlark Lemon. Yeah, Meadowlark Lemon, man, for
0: the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, it
1: was Jeremy great. Said, Boys, what will the Metro Division look like? What four teams get out? I think no specific order. Washington, Carolina, Islanders, in Philly. Uh, Philly-Arags Penguins missed the playoffs this year.
0: You know the a dark. The Rangers have to be a dark soul or dark horse. With Gallant, oh, you having a
1: good time over there, Grump? You having a hard time? With
0: yeah, dealing with you gives me a hard time. Having Gallant as head coach ups them in my book. I don't think I don't know if they're good enough to make the playoffs, but he's going to make them a better team. I hate Philadelphia, so I'm of course worried about them. And they've acquired some snarl. That's a problem Um, because they've always had skill, but they've just lost the snarl in the last couple of years. Everyone knows my uh, affinity for Carolina. Washington is still competitive. And I just find it interesting that everybody's writing off Pittsburgh. They won division last year, and we're just writing them off.
1: I wrote off off Pittsburgh. (laughs) I wrote off Pittsburgh, too. When I look at the team, again, like we've talked about the age. I mean, like how much longer can Crosby, Malkin, will Tang do it?
0: Okay. We're older than they are. We're older than they are, so you want to say? I, I always laugh at people who just say, "Oh gosh, look at how old Washington is getting. Look at how old Pittsburgh is." We are the oldest team in the freaking league. So I mean, and we got older. We passed everybody.
1: Okay, our map bars all is not okay. We've talked about it before. We're a team that is. It's it's not like a few players, right? It's not a few players that drive all production the penguins i mean like you look at gensel you look at crosby you look at Malky you look at the tang there's a few players where i can point off say this person drives production this person there's like a handful of players that drive production on the islanders it's a sum is always greater than a parts it's not like hey one individual player always drives production for the entire team or a few besides maybe map Barzal. But when you look at the penguins i could say crosby drives production Malkin drives production, Latang drives production, Gensel drives production. Other than that, they're kind of missing. If they were to be – they'd be missing some production, Grump.
0: Okay. I mean, I'm looking at, at Pittsburgh's roster right now. Malkin's 35, Crosby 34, Gensel 26, Brian Russ 29, Kasperi Kapan, 25, Jeff Carter 36. Okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. I mean, you know,
0: and Latang is 34. But defenseman – I mean, okay. Would you rather have a 34 year old Chris Letang or a 44 year old Zdeno Char?
1: Okay, Chris Letang is heard every single year. So I I would rather have a 34 year old Letang than a 44 year old char. But it's like you're picking at the bottom of the barrel for that one, Gron. Okay. It's I'm like hey, saying, Would you rather have a week old uh a week old uh hot in the sun tuna sandwich? Or would you rather have, you know, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that's been sitting under sitting under uh you know, sitting under some wet area for a month? I, bad choice, Gronk.
0: I just, and I'm not saying that Pittsburgh's going to win division or that they're going to make playoffs, but I just find that everyone's just dismissing them. Like, no, no shot. Pittsburgh's done. Well, they won division last year. I mean, it's just awful hard for me just to dismiss. Oh, they're not making the playoffs. I think there's a greater chance that they make the playoffs than, than uh, Philadelphia does. I just, I, I mean, they know how to win, and that helps. They know how to actually win a Stanley Cup.
1: Uh, Frank K. said, I'm changing it to Letty when he returns to the UBS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Letty. Uh, Brett W. said, TJ, please YouTube Metalwork Lemon and Curl Neely. Classic Trotters were great. I'll have to do that.
0: Anyway. It's Curly neal, not Curl Neely. Curly Neel.
1: <laughs> what can I say? I mix Curl
0: up. Neely. Here's the thing. If you look up Curl Neely, you're not going to come up with anything.
1: Uh, David D said, Chara can no longer play top four defense for minutes. Anything over 15 minutes is a big mistake.
0: Right. And so that then leads to the next question, right? Is he going to be teamed with Dobson? They're going to be the third pairing and they're going to shelter Dobson's minutes again because Dobson needs more minutes. Dobson would be a way better player than he is now if you had not sheltered him the last couple of years. Just force feed him the minutes. Let him be ready to jump in and just be ready to go. The more you baby and the longer it takes.
1: Uh, Paulo C said, "TJ, you're dreaming. We will make the semifinals again if we stay with the lineup. Uh, we will be if uh, if we stay with the lineup, we'll be lucky to make the playoffs. If we do, we'll be out in the first round.
0: I mean, that's also an, a possibility. It really is. It's a longer season, the condensed schedule, older roster." Not it, it's a recipe for disaster, but I'm still picking us to make the playoffs. I'm still going to pick us to make the playoffs. But would it surprise me if we get don't make the playoffs? It would. Selfishly, I want us to make playoffs because it's I'm an Islander fan, and two, it's better for the podcast. So you know, there's a couple of reasons why I'm rooting for the Islanders to move on the playoffs. That's
1: oh, like, look, is that the only reason? Look at you, Grumpy. Other than that, I, you're I, going for the Rangers. You I, typical. I'm fan. not a not Rangers fan.
0: I'm not pulling for the Rangers. That I'm
1: not doing. Uh, Maybe I'll
0: pull for Carolina, my new favorite team.
1: I was about to say, it sounds like it. You pulled for the Tampa Bay Lightning last year. It sounds like you're going to be Carolina's number one fan.
0: Okay. First of all, I was not pulling for Tampa last year, and I'm not pulling for Carolina this year. All I am able to do, a lot of people are not, I'm able to acknowledge when a team is on the rise, a team is you know, something you have to watch out for, and I do respect the teams that are really, really good. I hated Montreal back in the day, but you know what? They were really, really good when Guy LaFleur was out there. And that, you know, and Robinson and all those guys, Jacques Lemaire. I mean, they were a fantastic team and you couldn't help but respect them. I mean, that's that's what I feel for Tampa Bay. You respect them. I mean, they were good. They're better than everybody else. And if you can't admit that, well, that's a you problem, not a me problem.
1: Scott Edel says, Scott Edel says, Bellows will be in Bridgeport all season, even if and when there are injuries. So you want to talk about it, that would be sad. Ugh.
0: I firmly believe that too. They'd rather play Michael Del Cole, a useless, do-nothing Michael Del Cole, because he fits Barry's system. What's Barry's system? Just skate long enough to get off the ice for the next shift. We don't care if you score, ever.
1: Uh, Tommy B. also said, Aturatu uh at camp, this is one of the things I'm most excited to watch and follow. I That's agree.
0: You can TJ can hold hands as usual and you know, eat popcorn together and watch Atu Ratu, you know, do whatever and then say, see in three years.
1: Yeah, we'll go ahead and throw the popcorn in each other's mouths. Um, Mark A said, Carolina will be tough.
0: Thank Mark you, Mark.
1: A- Mark, don't feed any fuel to that fire. Oh my goodness. Um Frank K said, good lord, Steve Kemp. Uh where's Oscar Azakar? I don't even know what that yeah,
0: is. Yeah. I just I remember that distinctly, Steve Kemp. I remember that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um and Tommy Biel said also looking for Robin Sallow and Bullduck. See how that, they're looking, Camp.
0: Yeah, those are the guys. And Aho too. I know. Uh, a lot of people have written Aho off. Why? I don't know. Puts points on the board, so you know that's abhorrent to uh, to Barry.
1: Because he doesn't he doesn't get the push, he doesn't get the pump, doesn't get the hype.
0: But you know that's politics, right? It doesn't matter how well you play; it's who you know and who likes you, and that's certainly the case with the Islanders organization. But I'll be interested to see how Sallow and Boldeuk look. Absolutely.
1: Um, Jerry B said TJ's face when grumpy makes fun of glad handers and Taves and Chara is priceless.
0: I don't even look at TJ's face when I'm sure it's, you know, whatever.
1: Uh, Tommy B said, how did Taves hurt his shoulder? He never checked. He never hits anyone.
0: Oh, look at that. Wonder how come Josh Bailey doesn't have a bunch of shoulder injuries.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Helen Yeller said Calvin DeHaan was an elite Islander. Laugh my ass off! I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> oh man! Oh
0: man! That's F- where, where you put where you put something like that out there. It has to have like a sarcasm look to it or something.
1: Mm. Um, Brian P said, "TJ and Grump, everybody, what's up?"
0: Brian is part of Islanders Misery Rated R. That's a uh, Islander fan group who supports the Never Say Die the Islanders Never Say Die podcast religiously. And uh, that's why I pump them. They support us. We support them.
1: Uh huh. Absolutely. And then Jerry B said Calvin DeHaan was garbage. He had a lot of block shots, but I saw him put the puck in his own net like three or four different times in one season.
0: He sucked. He was the Josh Bailey, the defense.
1: Uh, John B said, uh, "I just noticed TJ signed. The last time I checked, South Fork is longer than North Fork. Yeah. So what happened was?
0: Well, here's the thing. John was has not been listening this off season, and we know he hadn't. So.
1: It's like a stab in my back. No, I'm just kidding. So whoever yeah. made this, it was like I got it as a gift. Somebody gave me, and uh, they screwed up. This portion is flipped. So, yeah." What are you? Sure. I didn't notice it until somebody brought it up to me. I was. I, it's just one of those things you don't even pay attention when you first get it. You're like, "Oh man, this is such an awesome gift. Thank you so much." I wasn't like, uh but. Uh, uh, John,
0: it's been a running joke all summer.
1: Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. It's almost like John's been watching from afar. I'm
0: excited for the season to start. I really am. Um,
1: Jerry B said, "When Andrew Ladd won the cup, Carolina, they were an old ass team, albeit a slower game then."
0: They were not an old team back then. They were not an old team. Not old like we are. And everything had to break right for Carolina to win that cup that year. Everybody got knocked off in the first round, all the favorites. And Edmonton, who was a seven seed coming out of the West, and that still went seven games. I mean.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, okay, Brandon Moore obviously was old, but you look at a lot of those contributors too. Ladd was only 20 years old. He was a young gun up yeah, there. No, he was pretty, he was when they won, they won an oh five, oh six, right?
0: Um yeah, I think so. The
1: 06 season. They won. Yep, they won the Stanley Cup in 06. So Andrew Lab was 20 years old at the time period. Eric Stahl was twenty one years old. I mean, they had a uh, Doug. Oh man. Dougie Waite was a part of that. You forget Dougie Waite was a part of that team. Eric Stahl led the team with hundred points at 21 years old.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's
1: a back Williams, in the day. Justin Williams, 76 points at 24. They had a lot of production from some younger guys. Well,
0: see, that's 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 how you win cups. When you're younger guys who don't make a whole lot of money are putting up big numbers, it means that you can fill in the back end of your roster with veterans. Uh you know, who can teach the young kids how to win when your whole team is loaded with the old guys and they all make the money? You're in trouble.
1: They won with Martin Gerber and freaking Cam Ward in that. Cam I Ward
0: I, was, yeah, but Cam Ward was really, really good that back then. He was really good.
1: Okay. That season, he did not have a good season. Maybe his playoffs were good, but it's just funny, you know, how time makes you forget. You know, you think to yourself, I'm like, holy crap, that roster you look at it and you think they want a Stanley Cup. I wonder, if, I wonder. here's the thing, I wonder if the Islanders win a Stanley Cup, if they would think the same thing about our roster. Our roster doesn't necessarily have huge pieces on it, doesn't have guys you think would be Hall of Famers, and anytime you look at a roster and you say, oh, you know, Eric Saul was, yeah, he was good for a time period, but, I mean, Justin Williams, yeah, he was okay. I don't really see a lot of guys that are, like, huge marquee names, and I wonder if the Islanders win a Cup, but people would have the same perception of us, too.
0: Well, we're not going to have to worry about that, I don't think.
1: Uh, Adrienne says, hey, TJ, what's up? What's up, You're Adrian. We're back, baby. We're back. Back with some islanders. Back with the NHL right around the corner. Uh, Scott L. said that graph looks like a third-grader truant.
0: Like I said, it's something I could have done. Mine would have been really stark. Bam! Straight down.
1: <laughs> uh, Brian P. said, oh, shit. Frank whipping out the Oscar Azakar reference. Nice. Or as John Sterling used to say, call him Zuki. Zuki zoki i don't know grumpy that's way out of my that's way out of my realm um that being said grump moving right along here um right along moving right along uh william c said lou even admitted on his press conference the other day paris saint chara aren't in their prime anymore so why the hell would you sign him lou
0: well i think he says I can get them on the cheap because no one else is interested in signing them. I mean, what's the market for 37-year-old uh, left wings who are healthy scratches? What's the, what's the, Realistically, what's the market? Just the Islanders. What's the market for 44-year-old defensemen who can't skate it anymore? Just the Islanders. There is no other market. There is no market.
1: I would say the market's not very large for a player like that.
0: Not it's non-existent. It's invisible. It's Lou Lamarillo. That's the market.
1: Well, he said. said Charities and other teams reaching out to him.
0: Travis freaking Zay said he wanted to come back to the Islanders this year. Why, man? It's really a great room. I fit in there. Yeah, because everyone is in there. Fifth. retired though. Yeah, I know because he didn't make the. He didn't because they, they signed his other pal Parise instead.
1: They said we only have a we only have a quota on how many Devils we can keep on this team. That's right. With CFL rules; they can only have so many Americans. The Islanders keep the same rule and structure. They have to have a they have to have a certain amount of uh, certain amount of New Jersey Devils, but they can only have so many. So they have the threshold they have to hit.
0: I saw something today where um, the Islanders Inquirer put out that they would not be surprised if on opening night, Komarov was playing. And Wallström was a healthy scratch.
1: Why? How would, that, how would that make you feel? Why would they do that? Because of the Islanders. Well, why would they say they wouldn't be surprised? But you said the Islanders inquire said this. Eyes on Isles said this. Are you trying to tell me that no way? Yeah, no freaking way. What was the reason behind it? What was their purpose behind it, Grump?
0: What well, do you think that they said that? Probably because they thought it carried favor with Lou Lamarillo, because they know how much they love uh, lollipop.
1: Uh, so you said you read this today?
0: Yeah, yeah. They said with the opening night roster, they thought you know the only thing you know when Lou put his little edict out there. Well, I we already know who the twelve skaters and the six defensemen are going to be. Um, they were thinking, well, maybe Lollipop is one of the twelve forwards instead of Wallstrom. They were opining on that. Oh yeah.
1: Okay, they don't have any goddamn content to talk about. Is that's. <laughs> That's exactly what that is, Grumpy. True. (laughs) So they're saying maybe that could be the case. Um, Michael M. said, Islanders, friends and family. Mean Mike Moisa. Mean Mike. Mean Mike Grumpy. I love it. Triple M. Triple (laughs) M. You heard Uh, of Triple H? He's Triple M uh jerry b boys uh do they keep the same assistant captains this year oh is that why you asked that question grumpy um or who do you think okay who do you think it really is deserving for the assistant and the captains i think it's going to be the same exact it was last year
0: yeah why would we change something that doesn't work i don't know i just think if char is going to be regular in that lineup he deserves an a he just does
1: oh man okay i am reading this holy crap let me go ahead i'll pop this on the screen because i don't want you to disparage the eyes on isles crew grumpy i want you to be fair and honest grump
0: was i not fair and honest with what i said
1: so here's here's what the quote actually says there um I would Say, I'm 99% confident those 18 players, not including Leo Komarov, will be the starters for the Islanders. But I can't 100% say because of how deceiving Lou has been since he's been here. He's a freaking I genius. deceiving in a negative connotation. He's playing I mean, chess,
0: he's playing chess, and everybody else is playing checkers.
1: Thanks. Let me go ahead and get back to it. I mean it that he'll keep you away, he'll keep you on your toes, kind of thing. And Lou's head, Um, In Lou's head, does he think Leo Komroff, who the Islanders absolutely love, is a third-line player, and Oliver Wallstrom is a healthy scratch? Question mark. I personally can't justify that in my head. Uh, But it doesn't mean there isn't a world where Lou or Barry could make a case for it.
0: They sicken me. They sicken me. Just just the way they write, their (laughs) inability to take a stance on anything, they disgust me. Losers. losers, losers! I would love to get them on. I'd love to have a podcast off with those clowns.
1: Oh, they, I didn't
0: think they'd walk off. I'd make them quit. Stop! They probably, they probably shut down their website after I got done.
1: No, they just would block all of our social media. So <laughs> that would happen. Even though I don't interact with their social. But media. But you
0: know what? Their people would listen, and they'd leave them and come to us. That much I could guarantee you.
1: No grumpy when you get you get that you can't is you, you can't convert sheep into lions grumpy. You can't convert sheep into free thinkers. Hey, um, that's why I got my little uh,
0: I got my little snake got my little snake charmer out there. They'd all come running over here. They want uh, a real, people want realism. They're sick and tired of the, the lies and the fake and the just yeah, everything's great with the world. I don't know where they're living.
1: Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, Michael M. also said, Charles is going to kick the crap out of Ryan Reeves.
0: They won't even fight.
1: Uh, and Brett W. said, please, no fisherman jersey. I don't know. That Brett Bring must the, the fisherman back.
0: jersey back. If only to piss off Brett. Bring it back. <laughs> you piss <laughs> off a lot of people. I mean, uh, okay. Did anyone? Did... Uh, all right. I know some people did. But what majority... What percentage of people... Went out and bought the Islanders' third jersey from last year, which is the same jersey just with the darker blue from the early nineteen nineties or late nineteen nineties, whenever
1: it was. I, I could, I, I, not many. I'm sure, I still mean, could, but I know I would never buy a jersey like that.
0: I mean, why would you go out of your way to buy the same thing that you already have with just a darker color? A fisherman jersey is different, and the young kids would buy it up. That's why it's their marketing group is just inept. They're Lamarilla like. <laughs>
1: Well, Tommy B said Loom has made it clear. No fisherman jersey while he's here so maybe here's the thing lou stay in your freaking lane your job is not to determine what people might be interested in regarding social or regarding like uh media and items like that. that's why you hire somebody who does that there has just like a just like a major company there has to be a, i'm sure a large demographic of younger individuals who spend their money more frivolously than possibly some of the older individuals who want to buy new jerseys because maybe they don't have jerseys maybe they're growing out of jerseys maybe they're getting new sizes so hey maybe if fisherman jersey something they're looking to purchase
0: okay going to lou lamarillo for fashion advice is like coming to me for fashion advice don't do it i am not up with what the kids wear today i look at their outfits their little costumes that they wear i'm like what a goof what a moron and here's the thing lou's older than i am i mean are you really letting lou lamarillo pick out jersey designs he can't even make picks on players and you're going to let him put him in charge of uniform. He did a it? good
1: job this year in the draft, Grump. Come on, yeah, man. All ready. I know
0: is he Casper Holmstrom. That's all I know. When you had guys like Philip Tomasino, Connor uh, McMichael, and Arthur Kaliev. they were right there, right there for the taking, just what we need. Well, who's he go? He goes with the worst pick possible. I don't think he could have done worse than who he picked. It's like, might as well just piss that pick away. Well, he did piss it away when he picked Casper. And the other, you know what? The next couple of rounds, why does he keep trading first-round picks? Because he just would have pissed me off more by selecting some other ham and egg as opposed to somebody with talent.
1: Well, but you're hard to understand right there, but uh, I, I feel the angry Hard to understand sometimes, girl. Michael M. said, Mr. Baffy, the trash man, the garbage man, the insider information man. And Michael M. also saying, pretty boy, pauser. Ryan a Pete. Lady. He's a lady killer. Lady killer. A lady killer, I and mean, well, Carvel's two for one today. Grumpy, somebody let right. Bailey know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Bailey's the one behind the spigot. Here goes sprinkles on
1: that. Hey, dude, I eat sprinkles on all my ice cream. Yeah, yeah not whatever. a single bit of ice cream I want without sprinkles on it. Um, it's me,
0: Josh. Come get your ice cream. Um,
1: I can't think of a softer player in the
0: NHL. I can't think of one.
1: Jeremy Ford said here, uh, do you need the letter on your jersey to be a leader?
0: No. You don't. I think he's earned it. I think he's earned it by being in the league 44 years and being a captain in other spots. That's why. That's why I think he's earned it
1: rob l rob l always comes with uh, some very he's always very favorable anytime he comments on these grumpy, beat rob is a huge fan of the podcast huge i want to say he's the biggest mega fan we've got rob l knows every single episode i think he goes ahead and, and uh, he he writes a script down he reads over him too because he loves the podcast that much he said they have dumb topics on here who will win the who will wear the a but boring
0: <laughs> I like Rob's picture. It looks like he's a professional man. Uh I'm not gonna rip Rob. I don't think that was a topic. It was just a comment that I made. I don't really uh, think it was a topic. Uh
1: yeah. And you can have oh, you could have three assistant captains and no captain or, or captain and two assistants. Yeah, so that's what we're gonna have. Well, um, maybe we can just hack Anders Lee off. Oh stop. DC Edwards says so Grumpy, shouldn't give up number three, too?
0: Nope. Nope. Unless unless Pellet goes and say, I'd like you to have number three for a year while you're here.
1: Yeah. That, that, but
0: he said should, he shouldn't get the number. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No, he's not Tom Brady good. No.
1: Stop. 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 Um. Man. Oh man. Uh. Grumpy Messier in his prime isn't forty-four-year-old Char though. Brett W. Yeah,
0: true. I mean, I'm just saying that I think he's earned it. I mean, I'd like. I always like to have an assistant who is a defenseman. I, I just always like that.
1: Brian P saying, totally agree, Grump. Wally, first line right wing, Chara and Dobson.
0: And that's coming from Brian, the lady killer. Pouser. Pouser. Pauzer. I don't know.
1: Pouser. I don't know, Grumpy. You'll have to get you'll have to get the phonetics on that one. Um, and uh DC Edwards saying Palmary's probably gonna get the first line crack a first line right wing, uh 33 and eight on the third pairing defense. Oh,
0: that wouldn't man. surprise me. I just don't think that. Char can skate those numbers, right? And the, but what does that do? While I think it's a benefit to have Dobson play with him developmentally, he's still not going to get the minutes he needs, particularly in the playoffs. Your younger guys are going to have to play big minutes. I mean, it's a Barry's going to have to make that decision though.
1: I just want to let you know, Grump, we lost a few comments. We lost some comments, all very positive, I'm sure, of you, Grumpy. Alexander says, You know, I wonder if we could see Wallstrom on the first line. At least I hope so. I think, again, like I would love to see him on the first line. I'm just, I don't want to set myself up for that type of disappointment because I just think there's no way in hell. If I'm going to Vegas, right? I, I'm 0 for 1 this year on going to Vegas, right? I said, There's no way the Islanders aren't bringing in Tarasenko. Well, I'll be eating those words. So, uh, yeah, we're not bringing in Tarasenko. That being said, I'm going to try to redeem myself. There's no way – talk about bold statement. There's no way to start the year Oliver Wallstrom's on the first line. No way in hell.
0: Okay. I think he will be on the first line. Or at least he should get a shot.
1: That's what I'm not I'm saying he shouldn't get a shot. I think he should get a shot. I'm just saying there's no way he will be on the first line to start the year. No If,
0: we want, to, if we want to improve our scoring, put Wallstrom with Barza, with out. Barza. Because I think that Palmieri can fit in just fine with Pajot and that other Ham and Edgar on the left. The third, uh, the second line, as long as Bevillier's is playing well, the other two goofs are going to get some points. Uh, you know, But to me, if you want improved scoring, we got to put a sniper with Barzell. Please, how many years do we have to say the same thing?
1: One film said, let the Leafs grab another loser like Ho-Sang. Him and Tavares go well. Go together well. You
0: know, I'm looking at what is picture. Usually, it's the little motion picture thing. I'm looking at that picture. He's looking a little. I don't know if that's him, but if it is, he's looking a little snarky in that picture.
1: Fair enough.
0: And yet another Islander uh, fan who. His thing. I'm not going to touch face because I don't know who the girl is. So maybe I'll get some background information before saying something inappropriate. Oh, stop,
1: Grumpy. Uh, you
0: no, know, I was. I was going to say. I uh, forget it. I'm not going to say it.
1: Coach Tommy B. said, my guess, my best guess tells me that Palmieri starts up on the top line, but somewhere along the line, that's when uh, when the line is slumping, Wallstrom gets elevated there. Um, I could I- see something like that. That's the only possibility I could see Wallstrom getting time up there, if not on the power play. But here's the thing, though, right? Palmieri and Barzell mix so well together in the limited time they're out there, that line's never going to go through a slump. I heard that line's going to get sent straight the Hall of Fame grump. They're going to put, they're going to immortalize. They're going to go ahead and immortalize Anders Lee, average Anders saying you're the most average individual in the history of the sport. Matt Speedy Barzall and Mr. F minus are going to be immortalized in Hall of Fame greatness.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have just witnessed why we don't let TJ make jokes or funny little analogies because they don't work when he says them.
1: You maybe, you don't think they work, but I'm sure. Some they guys, don't
0: work. They don't work. They, work. they don't work. Stay in your lane. You just told Lou to stay in his lane. You stay in your lane. You are my comic foil. Just stay in your lane.
1: Oh, uh, DC Edwards says if Hosang makes the Leafs, that tells me how th- how thin their lineup is,
0: or how well he plays. I don't think he's going to make. The, I don't think he's going to make the team. I really don't. Now I think he'll. I think he'll uh, stay in the organization. They will sign him, but I don't think he makes opening night roster.
1: Uh, Michael M. said, Hosang, my favorite player I could see Atu Ratu being my next Big favorite player, Brian P. also said I'm looking forward to seeing Ratu Bellos, Bolduck, and Robin Sallow.
0: Well, it's the only time you Get to see him all year, so you better enjoy Those couple of preseason games. I
1: was about to Say, the only time you're going to get to see him unless you've got your Subscription to AHL TV <laughs> Very true, very true um, Yeah, and then Alexander said But if Hosang makes the team and tears it up That tells you something Right. And he also said, I cannot believe that they brought back Dimtro Timosov. Grumpy Timosov, baby. He's gonna make his ascension finally to the roster. We all know who the 12 forwards are gonna be, right? Dimtro Timosov is gonna be fighting for that spot.
0: He's fighting for fighting for the 17th spot.
1: <laughs> oh man, oh man. Um, and DC Edwards says, uh, Ratu will be the seal of draft, could end up being uh, one of the top three in the whole draft.
0: Hope so. I hope so. He's what we need.
1: And Wood of Films also said, Grumpy Hosang has enough problems. Do you think he's gonna straighten it out in Toronto of all places? No way.
0: It all depends, right? We've heard from you know uh the Islanders trash man that Anders Lee had no use for him and didn't want to help him. You know, that's what I want my team leader to be. Somebody who doesn't want to help anybody. Yeah, that's the guy I want as my team leader, right? I just think he needs something.
1: I heard to- Tara did that when McAvoy came in. He said, God, this McAvoy kid, I just don't get along with him. Get this kid out of here. That's what makes a true leader. You work to get everybody bad,
0: better. And Anders Lee didn't do that with Hosang. He didn't like okay, the kid. Okay,
1: okay. We uh, we have no – I'm going to come there what garbage. That's we what have, Garbage Boy we said. We have no freaking idea. We have no idea what actually happened. Even if there was something, we have no idea. If he tried to work with him, didn't, we have no earthly idea, bro?
0: That's what the garbage boy said. That's what he said. The uh, boy garbage boy. That's what he said.
1: No, uh, Michael M said. Imagine Ho Sang puts up sixty points and then win a cup. How quiet this fan base would be. Oh God. Yeah. It's not. It's not gonna <laughs> happen.
0: I mean, but yeah, it would shut up a lot of people. Be, uh, you know what? Mm. We got our leader, the totem pole. Wouldn't help the kid out. We got the fossil and we got the armadillo. Couldn't get this. Couldn't even. This kid couldn't even sniff the freaking lineup. But here he and how about he scores the winning goal? How about that one? How about that for the capper Jeez. on an assist from John Tavares? Woo!
1: Or no, it would be the other way around. It would be a hosting assist to John Tavares. Is yeah. how exactly. Mario said, Did you see the top 50 NHL prospects by NHL Network last week? Bulldog wasn't one of them. Don't buy the hype. If he were as good as the Islanders are making him out to be, he would have lasted as he would not have lasted as long as he did in the draft. Now, I think that's an interesting point you bring up, Mario. And I know Mario likes to pose these questions, and I love them because it gets you thinking first off. Remember, when we brought on Will Scouting who breaks down all the analytics. He breaks down and watches all the film of the players who play overseas, of the players who play in the draft, and he watches all that very intensely. Now, he told us as well, he was not as high on Samuel Bullock as we were. And again, I'm not sure if we were buying hype. And it gives you one of those moments where you think to yourself, oh, what am I just blindlessly following what I'm hearing from the Islanders brass, right? All we hear, Hey, Bullock's killing it. I'm watching, I'm looking at the prospect reports. Oh, Bullock's this. They always speak so flowery of him every single time we hear of him. And I just wonder, okay, now he's not even on the top 50 list of the NHL network's top prospects. Am I overrating him? Cause he's an Islander prospect. It's
0: what the Yankees used to do for years and years and years. All Jesus Montero. Uh, you know the list goes on and on and on. How these guys are the next great big thing, and they turn out to be nothing. And you know, we'd never trade them for, uh, you know, a big pitcher. I remember Cliff Lee when he was available a number of times. The Yankees would never. Well, we can't give up Jesus Montero. We can't give up this guy. We can't And then none of them ever pan out. And it's the same thing with the Islanders, right? Now here's the thing. Uh, the last part uh, says if, the if he were as good as the Islanders are making him out to be he wouldn't have lasted that long in the draft. Well, but here's the thing. You got to remember, the kids are 18 years old, so guys advance and they don't. I mean, Adam Pellick was a third-round pick. Average Andrews was a fourth-round pick, I believe. Uh, You know, they all slide for one reason or another, but you got to remember they're 18-year-old kids. And when you're that age, you know, you could take a big drastic jump in the next year or two. Everybody matures at different rates. So that doesn't – that could happen. But it does bother me that the NHL Network didn't have him in the top 50. Um, But let's be honest, the Islanders' uh, prospect pool is really, really shallow. I mean really shallow
1: i don't I don't disagree there, but it like when you see items like that, again, I'm not saying I'm blindlessly following the NHL Network's top fifty prospects. oh, what they say is gone. I don't, I'm just saying when you see items like that, you're like, okay, I'm just compiling my data. Oh, it's another one that kind of goes in the will scouting category of uh maybe we're overvaluing and overweighting, Samuel look, um that being said, Tommy B said Toronto will be out in the opening round of the playoffs again
0: if they even make the playoffs remember that's a well i guess your top three teams make it than the two so i like i said i think it's going to be you know i keep forgetting that the rules are different this year it might be that the metropolitan division only has three teams make it because that southeast is really freaking strong yeah i mean boston boston florida tampa bay uh montreal and toronto But, you know, a lot of people say, well, Montreal was a flash in the pan. Well, they still made it to the finals last year. I hate to just cross somebody like that off the list.
1: Um, B Gaines, Brandon Gaines said, "Um, Wallstrom needs to get used to a full 82-game year. Played 36 games at uh, Boston College, um, 45 games in Bridgeport, and then wore out last year with 44 games and only three. Um, Only three M.O. What does that mean? I don't know. Um, the multiple breaks this year will get him more acclimated. Yeah, as about I said, it's a good point too. When you're talking about a guy, can he make the step to the next level? Right. He didn't play in Canadian juniors or anything like that. I mean, he was an American born, he was American born guy. So it wasn't like he was used to like, Hey, in juniors, I'm playing, you know, 80 games if we're making the playoffs every single season. That's not what he's accustomed to. Uh, you know, Hey, he's a professional. I expect him to be ready for it, but you know, it's going to be a little different first time out there being a pro playing an 82 game season.
0: Yeah, um, maybe Mo should have been playoff po for playoffs before he got hurt. Um, but I don't. I didn't think that he wore out last year.
1: I really didn't think that he wore out. He was streaky. He was streaky at times. You know, sometimes he was absolutely on fire, magma hot. Other times, he went a little cold.
0: Well, that's the way goal scores are. I mean, they're streaky. I mean, it just. You know, I, But I didn't think he was out of place. I didn't think he looked like he was a step behind. I still don't think he's the greatest skater in the world, but that's been the biggest improvement he's made in his game in the last two years. Nothing else even close. He's really improved his skating.
1: You know who else yeah. is a streaky scorer, Grumpy, now that I'm thinking he's an elite scorer because you said all scorers are streaky? I heard Josh Bailey's sometimes streaky. I heard sometimes he'd go 20 games without a goal. That's kind of streaky, Grump, so I guess Josh Bailey is a, maybe possibly a scorer.
0: What's he gone like 125 playoff game? 125 power play games without a goal or something like that.
1: Grumpy, you you butchered it. Jesus Christ. 125 games without power play goal. No, it's like two power play goals in the last one hundred and twenty-something games. Oh my goodness. I had a little bit of a technical issue, ladies and gentlemen. Uh we're back here. Oh good. Hey Grump, I accidentally <laughs> had a little bit of a technical issue. I apologize.
0: Oh, did you drop me?
1: Yes, I, I went ahead. I, I i messed it up. Um, but hey, we heard from we heard it from the man, we heard it from the great old Isles on Ice on Isles crew that hey, guess what? Leo Komroff, we can't say a hundred percent he might not be in the lineup opening night. There might be that one percent chance.
0: So you're saying he's got a chance.
1: So exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying he's got a chance, grumpy old man. I'm saying he's got okay. a chance. Oh man, oh man. I apologize. I did lose I did lose some comments. Goodness gracious. Again. Hey, what can I say, Grump? I apologize, man. I, you know, I do what I can. I, I lost some comments. What do you want me to say? Huh? Um, what I'm a sure. film said, guys, we're good. Chara is a good addition. Barzal, Wallstrom, bavillier uh, Paul Mary, Nelson, Lee. Uh, they can score and they're gonna have defense to help them out.
0: Gotta love the optimism. What a gotta love
1: it. I love the comments right now. TJ killed the show. I don't even know how the hell he did. I think I right clicked something grumpy and it just went ahead and backed me out, which ba- <laughs> chance backed you out.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I went and I came. Uh, I'm like, what the hell did TJ do? I'm glad it was you and not me. Because let me tell you something. If it'd be something that I did, I'd never hear the end of it.
1: Noah W said, Grumpy, should we put up a banner saying we survived uh, John Spano, Mike Milberry, Jack Capuano, Gar Snow eras?
0: Yeah, and some they overlap too. So yeah, nice little maybe like a collage. Uh,
1: Paul OC said we lost Eberly. So TJ, if uh, you don't, if uh, if you do not see Wallstrom on the first line, uh, who do you see? Bailey Palmieri put you know a younger score to gel with Barzal. We have no choice, no Tarasenko. I think they're just going to put Palmieri on that first line. They're just going to stick him there and say here we go. Because they, they love the production. That's what we keep hearing, right? They love the production out of those guys there in that short time span.
0: Yeah, whatever. Like I said, wash, rinse, repeat. I, I, you're not you're not even giving yourself a chance to get back. Tony
1: Cheese. Don't, don't risk it. Tony Cheese said, um, he said, I swear cap wanna looked like a dude who was running a hot dog stand they picked up off the street.
0: It's true. We look like Fred Flintstone to
1: me. Uh Owen J said, Sup, guys. What's up, Owen? And then Paulo C also said, TJ, it's true. We made the Eastern Conference finals the last two years. Um, but do not forget we were very lucky last playoff with Pittsburgh's horrible goalie situation. A lot of puck bounces our way against Boston. I'm saying we did get we did get very fortuitous areas there. That being and, said, though, I still think the expectation is still there.
0: And Carlo, when Carlo went out, that really changed the tenor of the series against Boston. Without a doubt, mm-hmm.
1: absolutely. And then uh, Jerry B said, "Boys, do you think Chara looks like a praying mantis? Just look at his face. He does. He does look like a praying mantis. That's a good one.
0: Maybe that's be his nickname,
1: the mantis." John Smith said, Islanders average age twenty eight point six. Pittsburgh's average age twenty eight point three. Calm down, Grumpy. You
0: know what? I I don't know. I, I'm. You know, now he's going to make me have to go and do the math." We got an awful lot of old players on this team. We only have four guys in the whole forward group under 30. Four under 30. Two defensemen, 139, another one, 44. I'm going to bet on numbers higher than that.
1: I, I couldn't tell you. And then he also said Washington's average age is 30. Yeah. I was about to say, I'll have to, we'll have to look into that too. I, I, I gonna make, gonna make a check. Now. I was about to say, we're an old team. There's a lot of old teams on. That that's why I think our division, grumpy old man, has struggled. You know, everybody talked about how the Metro used to be so great. Grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. Don't be doing that. I could tell based off the way you're staring at something on the screen. You're gonna try to find the averages. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. I know what like you're sure. doing over there, Grump, because I could tell when you're attention. it over there, Don't you do it over there? there. Jerry B said, Boys, did you see the documentary Netflix on the mafia dude uh who bought his kid the UHL hockey team? Laugh my ass off. The uh Banbury the Banbury Thrashers. Or Dan yeah, I think, yes, Banbury. We,
0: I, think we, I think we talked about that on the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man podcast last week.
1: Hmm. I think we did.
0: And I just, I just want to say one thing to uh, John Smith. I'm just looking at the ages. Bumpy, get
1: off the ages. I could do that. You can't multitask. Get off of that because I could just I, I'm I'm gonna be transfixed. on like, I can only focus on one thing at a time.
0: Our forward group's age is 29.4. Defense, 29.8. Goaltender's 29.5. There's no 28 in there anyway.
1: Okay, Grumpy. I'll, I'll get the ages for you another time. You just worry about paying attention on the podcast, Grump. Um, uh, BK said you guys are great. Enjoy your show, Grumpy. You're the best.
0: Thank you very much. At least I'm. I'm glad that uh, that comment somehow made it through. I
1: was about to say maybe that's one we lost that one in the mix, Grumpy old man. BK's comment is gone. For- the can uh B Gaines also said uh, Carolina has a tandem with an injury history and lost Dougie Hamilton replacing Hamilton with uh, D'Angelo the bear doesn't improve and bear yeah
0: happens. Improve. Having Dano Chara replace uh, Nick Letty doesn't improve us either.
1: Here's the thing, Grump. I know you keep talking, and and that's one of those things, man. I'll tell you, Carolina always baffles. I'm always baffled by how Carolina is still producing out there. They've got a great forward group. I like their style, but I'm just like, you know, if you look at what they've done, I think they've taken a step backwards this year in the offseason. Would you not agree?
0: It seems that way, but they seem like they do that every year and they just get better. Uh, Maybe it's the coach. I don't know, but they seem to know what they're doing there. Their team gets better every
1: year. Um, Tony Cheese said, oh, hold on, Grumpy. I got to pick you on that one. Our team is continually, our team has been better than Carolina the last two years. We made it to the Easter Conference Finals of back-to-back years, and Carolina hasn't.
0: It's because they didn't play us.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean? They might be getting better, but they're still below us the last two years. Have they won a division title in the last two hold years? Hold on, hold on, hold yes. on. It's not about division titles. I can give a crap if we win a division titles. I care about winning the Stanley Cup. Okay, hold on. I don't what care is it if we win a division. It's about winning the Stanley Cup, not division titles. Okay, okay, then guess you what? See, I, don't then guess what? I don't care if we win a Jennings. Trophy. I care if we win a Stanley Cup. Guess what?
0: Then they're not then we're not better than them because we didn't win a Stanley Cup either.
1: Oh my god. If we, that's we, your we, barometer,
0: if that's your barometer, we are the Detroit Red Wings of the NHL and uh, the Buffalo Sabres. There's no difference between us because they didn't win a
1: Stanley Cup they were we're telling the barometer, right? We'll go we'll go ahead and do like a little gas meter. Imagine like this, Grumpy. Empty over on this side, Grumpy. Oh man, I'm gonna do it like this. What the heck is <laughs> sure. it worked a lot better in my mind? Empty over here, Grumpy. There's your Detroit Red Wings, your Buffalo Sabres, your Ottawa Senators. Then you start you moving up there. a little bit. Okay, these are fringe playoff teams. Okay, this is a team that might like to play. Oh, here's the blue jackets. Okay, yes. and then we keep moving a little bit even further further right and then as we're starting to get closer and closer to the stanley cup here are your islanders right close to the pinnacle
0: okay fyi when you look at the computer everything is backwards so you went from full to empty I, you so know you what, I, empty. I, I, whatever
1: whatever grump you know it's the effort that counted you know, once what? again about, that's I'm why about, we don't i'm like, about to i'm about to i'm about to destroy the podcast again real quick <laughs>
0: That's why that's <laughs> why we don't let you that's why we don't let you ad lib. Oh, okay. No. That's why we don't let you read ads
1: anymore. Oh, you stay them. over there, stay be grumpy, and just get everything wrong. Get every take wrong. The only thing y- I'll give you credit for is that we didn't make a move for Tarasenko and did nothing in the offseason besides exactly what we expected. Other than that, Grump, every one of your takes are wrong. Every single one of them. There's not a single take you've had right.
0: Everyone know, who listens knows that's not true. Tony
1: G said, I was born in 91, and even I get most of Grumpy's references. Come on, TJ. FYI, just shave your heads. It's so much easier. <laughs>
0: oh, shit. <laughs> I remember 1991. Vividly.
1: Uh, Tur- Turd Ferguson says, let's go, Islanders, from Turd Ferguson. Don't forget to watch me The celebrity je- uh, on Celebrity Jeopardy, a.k.a. Burt Reynolds. Rest in peace, Norm McDonald.
0: That was the character that he played on, um, in that uh, particular skit on Saturday Night Live, Mm -hmm. and the funny thing was he played it as Norm Macdonald.
1: Yes, Uh, and then uh, Brandon Gaines also saying here the issue with Bellows is that Del Cole skates faster than them. How that's how far behind Bellows is.
0: Del Cole does nothing better than Bellows does, nothing, except yes Barry, yes Barry, yes Barry. Yes, Barry. Yes, Barry. Yes, Barry. That's the only thing he does better than Bellows. That's it. He's an ass kisser.
1: That's what he is. Oh oh, man, oh man. Oh, Jerry B said boys are average age of the twenty eight man roster is twenty nine point one years old. Just did the math. Okay. So, again, it's right around that. Here's the thing. We're we're a pretty old team. There's a lot of old teams, as we discussed with our very, very, very scientific graph I popped up and showed you earlier, Grumpy. That was done by hundreds of hours, hundreds of man hours, and lots of science put behind it, Grumpy Old Man. I'll show you this again because here it is, Grumpy. I don't think you can pick any holes in this graph, Grump. It is perfect, pristine, as you can tell. Hey, people start to drop off the older they get. That's what the graph says, Grumpy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look at that! Like once again,
0: I'll just say, like I needed a graph to tell me that. Look at that graph,
1: Grumpy. <laughs> um, uh, Alexander said, "If they do that on tw- on oh my god, Twitter would be d- would destroy the Islanders." Oh man, I am oh, sorry, it was a while ago.
0: I, I think he's talking about Tavares and Hosang,
1: maybe. Oh, that's what it is. DC uh, Edwards said, "What about Danico? He fits right in. He could replace.
0: Maybe we'll play him instead of Dobson."
1: Brian P said Lou would sign Joe Sorella.
0: and Bruce Driver. Yeah, why not? They're in their fifties; they fit right in. He
1: also says if Wally, if Wally this if if Leo plays over Wally this year, I'll throw up and be a Rangers fan. Okay, now I want to just clarify
0: why they why and here's the thing: The Enquirer was not the only site that said that. Of course, oh, they shit. parroted something something that uh, Staple said. Uh, he was thinking that potentially at the beginning of the year, send Wallstrom down because he doesn't require waivers to come back. And this way, the closer that they get to uh, over the uh, using Johnny's long-term injury money uh, more, flexibility. The more that can spend during the season.
1: Yeah, I did see that and that made sense, but it's not grumpy. It's like apples to oranges saying that he's going to play game one over Wallstrom. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm just saying what they said. I'm not saying they should do it. I, Like I said, best players play. Salary cap be damned.
1: And then Jerry Bielsa said, our average team projected 19-man lineup opening average day. Varlamov as a goaltender is 29.8.
0: That's pretty freaking old. Someone said. Thank you, Jerry. I knew someone would figure it out for me. And here's the thing. Didn't what chat, Jerry Bielsa
1: does, we have hear, about three narrative? Sure.
0: We have about three or four guys who have oct- early October birthdays, which aren't even included in uh, uh, Cat Friendly. Uh,
1: Rodney L said, I don't agree with Grump all much, but I 100% with his take on the eyes on Isles. They're trash. <laughs> also, so are their educated followers.
0: Uh, uneducated followers.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, he said educated. He's mean that facetiously.
0: Boot licking weasels is what they are.
1: Absolutely. Uh, And then DC Edwards said the dynasty era jerseys are the only ones that matter.
0: Well, just remember what the third jerseys are for. They're to generate income. That's what they're there for. To generate income. And if the islanders were smart, they'd get on. I mean, what did what did they sell? $45 worth of jerseys last year with their third jersey? I don't even know.
1: I know who bought one. I know one person who bought it, Grumpy.
0: I know Kim. Iles Girl 3 bought what
1: I was about to say, I but, know Isles Girl 3 bought herself. A, I'm sure other people bought a third jersey.
0: But it's like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not going to bash Kim. Uh, I like her.
1: So, Brian uh, P uh, said, Lou makes Grumpy look like a teenager.
0: He does. He does. That's why I like to hang around Lou. You know, they say you always hang around the fat girl. She makes you look pretty. Lou makes me look young.
1: Uh, uh, Jerry Bennett also said there. Jerry Springer says, "Not gonna lie, Grumpy. Pretend to be Josh Bailey working at Carvel is hilarious."
0: Man, I used to love Carvel.
1: You tell what us every podcast, it? Grumpy. You got the Fudgy the Whale.
0: No, I did not. I did not get Fudgy the Whale. I didn't get Fudgy the Whale. <laughs> oh, Fudgy <laughs> the whale didn't get the Fudgy the Whale, Grumpy. What did you get, huh? I would get vanilla malts. That's what I love. Oh man, they were the greatest. Oh
1: fantastic <laughs> I, re- I, I acquired a necessary routine on every podcast grump could pretend to be Josh Bailey helping Wayne Gretzky out Carvel picking up cake for his grandkids
0: <laughs> yeah that's what <laughs> cause that's what you that's what if you know what if Gretzky and Bailey lived together um G- G- Bailey would be the butler like Gretzky would just say Virgil and he would, Josh would do whatever he
1: told him. Uh, Frank K said, Be careful, Shannon Sharp and Max Kellerman may try to have Grumpy Old Man canceled with all this Tom Brady love.
0: I'd shut those two clowns up. Hmm. Shannon Sharp was a jerk when I met him. Real, jer- not to me, but to a friend of mine. Real jerk.
1: I think he's kind of, at least from what I've seen his online or whatever his like personality you see on TV, I, I kind of like him.
0: He was a jerk in, in real life. I, I don't care about what they show on TV. What you seriously. If you look at me, this is the way I am in real life. T.J. him I'm not
1: any different in real life. I could only imagine. Jerry B. said, not, I notice also Grump hates old cats, but has a serious soft spot for Chara? Question I don't. Question.
0: I don't have a soft spot for Chara. I just said I'm not going to bag on him. I feel bad for him. Hmm. That's what, what I, mean,
1: I, I mean, What a film said. Snarky. Oh, my goodness, Grumpy. That hurt. I changed my profile picture because you comment i
0: I just wanted to know who the girl was i didn't know
1: because you said he looks snarky you said he
0: yeah he he looks yeah look at that face tell me he doesn't look a little snarky in there there's nothing wrong with that and the girl i don't know if it's a girlfriend a wife a daughter i don't know so i that's why i didn't want to comment one way or the other because i didn't know who the young lady was look
1: at you grumpy uh look at you grumpy Burning Bridges. Paul and I'm said, not playing.
0: thing. I'm not playing politically correct here, but I have a comment for either thing and I want to make sure I get it right.
1: Oh. Paulo C said, we need Paul Mary with Pajot. I will I will say we will try Wallstrom on the first line to start the season on the long road trip. So
0: I don't care about that. What a you gotta let me know who the girl is. Because I got, I got, I got to have the joke today. Gotcha. One way or the gotcha. other.
1: Gotcha. Thank you, Grumpy. Alexander said Lee was a sixth round pick. Joe Francis. That's you right. like Grumpy's got the, uh, he's got the, he's got the coronavirus.
0: You know what I tell you? I don't know what it is. The last three months, I've been having like a little nasal drip, and I take medicine for it every day, like a Zyrtec thing. But when I sleep on my left hand side, I wake up in the next day, and my <laughs> ear is all clogged up and if i sleep on the right side it's okay it's just it's funky i don't know maybe it's just because you get to be a certain age and all of a sudden shit maybe my nasal casted cabbage is starting to nasal uh are uh, passages should, are starting to break down on one side i don't know
1: your ability to articulate words are, are <laughs> collapsing too grump as well
0: yeah i know what the heck can i tell you Lose losing my mind
1: look at you grumpy old man you're about ready to go ahead and get, you get your spot on the it, owners roster with all these ailments
0: there you go. That's right. I could, me, I could be the new Andrew lad.
1: Oh, man, oh, man. Um, DC Edward also said, Autumn will be a better team than Toronto within two years.
0: We'll see. They uh, they still have a lot of talent, young talent on that front line. I'm not saying Toronto's a great team. They're still defensively inept. Uh, their goaltending st- goal is still meh. Um, but they're, i got to say they're fun to watch, though. I will give them that. They're fun to watch. I love them losing six to five. It's
1: great. Um, uh, Brand uh, Brand uh, Gaines also said "mo" meant months. Grumpy old man. That makes more sense. Okay. More of the madness. Coach Tommy B said, "Teacher Grumpy old man just wanted to say we have different opinions quite often, but always have my respect. Love the show, Jets. What are you gonna say, Grumpy? You're gonna try to say
0: one of TJ's, one of your little minions, one of your little buddies." (laughs)
1: What else are you going to say, Grumpy? Feel like
0: People who listen to this podcast know the two of you gang up on me with your little pro islander views because you're delusional, have no grasp of reality like the grumpy old man does.
1: Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. DC, this is when I destroyed the show. Kill the show. Love the confused grumpy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh- it happens. It happens, John Smith said. There's still four outstanding contracts. They have to bury some cap in Bridgeport. Thinking Leo and Hickey are sent down for sure.
0: I don't know if I'd trust anything that John says. He got old and ages wrong. Who that who, much I know.
1: Who knows? Who knows? I think that Hickey's ever- right, Hickey is. He's right. Hickey, yeah. There's no way. There's no way Hickey is going to be. Uh, I I don't want to see Hickey with the Islanders next year ever. Please no. And then Comroff. Oof would be good if he just was like hey i'm going to be you know i've i've got a twinge in my hand i don't want to play anymore i can't play anymore i'm done i'm retired let me ask you a question
0: if you were guaranteed to make 3 million dollars this year and play in the minor leagues, or just quit and give that money up, what would you do?
1: Leo is a crazy Estonian, so I could say there's about a 99% chance that he is going to go ahead and collect, come here and collect his check, but I can't say 100% because maybe there's that 1% chance that he decides to quit hockey and go ahead and live in a nice little hovel in Estonia.
0: I asked what you would do.
1: I'm just saying I can't, I can't give 100% of the answer, Grump. I could say I'm 99% sure, but there's that 1% that might be different.
0: What would you do? The question was real freaking easy. It's not like really. I was
1: trying to take a stab at eyes on Miles. Did you not pick up on that?
0: No. You would take the money just like everybody Did you does. not pick up on me trying to? T- <sighs> like I Man, said, that's a no, callback, I, Grumpy.
1: That's a callback, is what I was doing on that. Well,
0: like I said, you're so bad at it that no one can tell. You're
1: so old, you don't pick up on it.
0: No one else did either.
1: God almighty, please leave it a no one else picking up. Leave it in the comments that you know everyone's picking up on it. And Grumpy just had a senior moment. Um, and then DC Edwards said, "Don't count out Tarasenko being a, a deadline ad."
0: Yeah, I don't see that
1: happening. It might if he's healthy and he shows that he can play.
0: If he's ha- if he's healthy, and if he's healthy and he can play, and they mend bridges in St. Louis, he's not going anywhere. He's on a manageable deal for the next two years. He's not going anywhere. Hmm. He's they're under the cap with him on there. They don't need to get rid of him.
1: Alexander said Lee was a sixth round pick, 159th overall, Grump. Um yes. be said, TJ old man, what's the average age of the hosts on your show? Um, it's gonna be like 157, Grump, right?
0: Pretty freaking old. <laughs> <laughs> younger than you Tommy that much TJ brings down the age quotient
1: uh and then what a film said who is the best left-wing starter I think it's Lee uh is that obvious
0: I I like Anthony Bavillier I like Anthony Bavillier he brings more to the table more overall game
1: um and then uh uh and then DC Edward just also said people are also baffled by the honor success. So, yeah, I can tell you. Oh, Brian P said it's only YouTube comments. It's only YouTube that gets to comment. No, when I lost all of them, the YouTube comments stayed. All the Facebook and Twitter all disappeared. So, those are my people.
0: They're my people. You cut them off. Good job.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Grumpy. Oh goodness. Yeah, Alexander Grumpy always picking on TJ. That's right. He knows. Uh, it's easy. He's an easy card. Uh Jim P said Molly Walker in her latest post article thinks that Wallstrom may start the year in Bridgeport because it's way because he's waiver exempt.
0: What does that say? What does that say? It's
1: Rudy? only gonna be what for the game or something like that, and he's gonna come <laughs> right back up, Grump. Yeah. We got going on over there, Grumpy.
0: I, I have I have people coming. I'm um, keep talking. I'll be there in a second. Grump,
1: Grump, back. Grump, Grump. No, 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 no. Grumpy. We're, we're rifling through comments here. Tommy B said, uh, "Michael Dell Cole can be a solid fourth line forward for many teams."
0: Uh, That's what we need. More fourth line
1: forwards. I don't. There's. I feel like you can find a lot of solid fourth line guys. I mean, like, fourth-line guys are, you know, a dime a dozen. It's like finding, you know, hey, if I don't have a stud running back, it's like every other running back is kind of neutral in the league. Oh, goodness, Grumpy. What the hell are you doing? Um, Alexander said, Michael Docole sucks, especially does nothing better than Bellows. Uh, difference, Brian P said also the difference is older, the other old teams won cups before. Um, and and DC ever also say Michael Docole is lacking only confidence. Yeah, he is. I mean, you look at what – Jesus. Grumpy old man, you catapult yourself down in that seat. I'll tell you one thing. I don't want to I don't want to know what that seat's made of, grumpy old man. Are you out of breath? Is that what happens? Are you stand up out of the seat? Oh
0: no, I had I was attacked by a dog.
1: Oh, goodness gracious. But I think you're right. I think you're right, DC Edward. Now, Michael Docole, when he was down there, you looked at when he came onto the scene in Bridgeport. Man, oh man, he did have that one excellent year. And then uh, you know, he's just kind of is what he is. But he did when he had a little bit of confidence in himself and his game, he was he was looking dominant. I think he was also playing alongside josh osang during that time period was it oh see i'm getting attacked people don't realize i'm
0: getting attacked by a killer you dog. just
1: brought a little dog toy no crap he was gonna come up there and play with you
0: he brought the toy to me
1: oh is that is that what you're selling the story as?
0: okay he's a killer The dog's a killer
1: and then jim p said michael del cole needs to tear it up in bridgeport <laughs>
0: Well, he's, but he's not going to. Do you really think that he's capable of it? See, what did I tell you? The dog keeps, I'm over here, dog.
1: Heard Ferguson says, uh, Grumpy, Grump, stop picking on Josh Bailey. He's an NHL Hall of Famer.
0: That's true because his next job is going to be the, he's going to be the Tommy Baffey of the NHL Hall of Fame. He's going to be the guy who picks up the trash at the end of the visitors' cup. I
1: was about to say, I don't know what, I'm sure they've got some, they've got some. Deep dark secrets down there in those corridors, Grumpy. Very true. Alexander said, "Grump, teach me." They should sign Scott Stevens and Steve Thomas, or maybe even Bobby holik Bobby Holique. I haven't heard in even a while. In
0: the past. I haven't, I haven't heard Bobby Holique's name in a while.
1: Uh, Jerry B said, "The Isles on the Hell's Garbage is honestly so <laughs> cringeworthy. It's more fun to read like a comedic level than anything else." I was about to say, "It's always fun to see like what could these guys be." trying to go ahead and throw out there now oh man oh man oh man true oh, true goodness. and then alexander said flying saucers are the best from carvel
0: i you know i never liked the flying saucers i i don't know i just i didn't i'd much rather have a cup of josh bailey ice cream with uh, some some sprinkles on there i like that when they, their birthday cakes are so good because they take the flying saucers and they crumble the stuff up and they put it at the bottom and you know it just sits in there, they pour the ice cream on top and it soaks through and it's just so good when you melt it a little bit so it's not too hard and you mix it up, it's good stuff.
1: Look at that, Joe Francis. I'll say grumpy wants a brown bonnet.
0: Oh, brown bonnets, they were good. Brown bonnets were
1: good. greasy dashers are the best things at Carvel. I was about to say, I don't, I never had Carvel, so I couldn't tell you what a loser. Loser. Ah, what can I tell you, Grump? That's who I am. Uh, Wooda Films said, "Just a side message for Grump. You're like a father figure for me. If my dad was alive, he would be your age, and he'd be just like you. Thanks for that." And he also said, "It's my daughter." I posted. Okay, that was good. Find it.
0: Good. I'm gonna. I was gonna ask, "Who's her father?" That's my question. She's a very beautiful girl, so I'm just wondering who her father was.
1: It's Wooda Films. There you go, Grumpy.
0: Okay, this is the joke. See, like I said, you don't get the jokes. You You just did a shitty
1: job on that delivery. Awful job. Terrible, terrible, terrible job, Grumpy! Oh, man. Okay.
0: I thought she—I thought she looked young, okay, when I saw Wanda. But you never know, so I just wanted to clarify. So, you know,
1: Andrew L. I, said, what's your guys' prediction for the Islanders' record for that opening 13-game road trip? Go game by game if you'd like. i about to tell you, that sounds like a good one that we're going to save when we come back on next Saturday. i about to say, because we're going to have the uh, predictions of what we think the, uh, the results are going to be, playoff picture, and what the Metro division is going to look like there on not this Saturday, but Saturday, October the 2nd.
0: And just in case you didn't want to be as long-winded as TJ, that'll be part of our... NHL preview season preview episode.
1: Look at you. Look at you, Grumpy. Oh man, oh man. Um Andrew also said Eberly, leading goal scorer for the Kraken this year.
0: Maybe they don't have much offensive talent there. Then maybe they're trying to be the Islanders.
1: Corner film said TJ sucks at the messaging thing as far as timing. It's like he's editing you, Grumpy.
0: It's true. That's what he does. He it's terrible. Mm-mm.
1: And then I'm going to go ahead and leave you that one, Grump. I'll be right back here.
0: Oh, see, there we go. See, T, whenever I have to do something. I have to let someone in my house. That's a problem. But TJ, because who knows what reason, he's got that small bladder, whatever he's got. He's got to use the bathroom all the time. Let's see what it says. From Jerry Bennett. And also, Grump, does the average age of our 19 guys well roll out on opening night being 29.8? I account for early birthdays. Support your narrative. Yeah, I guess it does. I'll take it. Like I said, I know that Croc turns 30 uh, in the beginning of October, maybe October 1st. Andy Green on October 15th. So I just round them up. Um, But that's think about it. That's an old lineup, and I think we'd be hard pressed to find the opening night lineups on other teams to be that old, particularly with the addition of Char. Right? I mean, we have no adoption. What's he 21? Maybe 22. But 44, that's 33. Andy Green, I mean, we're just an an older team. And my concern, as it has always been, is are we going to be able to withstand an 82-game grind and then a playoff run, right? We don't play young people during the playoffs. We don't even rotate guys in and out. We roll out the same team. And it's not like we play uh, a running gun style. It's a grinding style which wears teams out and wears players out. That is my concern going forward. But like I said, if we're just going to round up, we might as well just say 30.
1: Oh, man. man. Uh, John P. said Sorokin's prediction for the year. I'll let you take
0: 37 games, 2.32 goals against, and a ninety-two point point nine two one save percentage.
1: Jesus. Okay. I'm going to have to up you. 0.94 save percentage. Goals against that. <laughs> goals against average. Uh, what are you shaking your head for? Like,
0: Okay, okay. TJ should write for the Islanders' Inquirer. 1,000% save percentage. <laughs> 0.00 goals against.
1: And he's yeah, and 0. Okay, let me ask you this. As he's getting more comfortable and settled in, what what's to say that you don't think he could be a you know a nine two four save percentage type of caliber?
0: You just said a 0.94. Oh, I said, 0. 0. said 0.924. You said 0.94.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. If I said that, it meant 0. 0.924. I thought I said no. .924. With all that commotion, Grumpy, who knows? Who knows what I say?
0: There's no commotion over here. Just my little puppy dog is here. That's all.
1: Uh, William C. will say, having no podcast next week will suck. I need my weekly dose of the Grumpy Old Man knowledge. Side note, how did TJ and Grumpy meet?
0: That's a secret. That's a secret. And we, it will be eventually told to all, but right now we're keeping that a secret.
1: Oh, goodness, Grumpy. and we want man, you know, it's, it's it's like
0: TJ, It's like TJ with the shirts. It's like TJ with the shirts. Are going
1: to release the shirts? We'll go ahead and release that. No, I'm just kidding. What a film said, I looked at the NFL taunting calls, and I have to go with TJ. It's getting absurd what they're calling. Thank you very much, What a films Thank you for it. It's ridiculous.
0: All I was saying was, and I thought I had a pretty good scenario. No,
1: you're, you're official
0: shit. Officials should start taunting players when they commit penalties. Flag! 74! false start! Woo! Yeah, you're going down, buddy. Hey, grounding, minus four yards. Oh, my gosh, he's tacking again. The puppy's attacking. Hello, baby, I love you. But I think that'd be wonderful. Let's let them attack. Let's let them taunt the players. You think they'd go for that? Probably not.
1: One in a million said, what do you guys think of Bodie Wilde's chances of becoming a top four defenseman?
0: The longer he stays in this organization, doesn't get a shot, the, the faster those odds go down.
1: I was about to say, if Bodie Wild's not up on the team next year, I think he's got very little chance and opportunity for that. He's not going to be up on the team next No, I'm not year. talking about this year. I'm talking about 2022-2023 season.
0: He's not going to be on the team then either. Whose spot is he going to take? He's a right-handed defenseman. You got potentially Pulak locked in. Maybe they'll let him go. Maybe they'll let uh, – scott mayfield go i don't know maybe he does have a shot
1: i was about to say you know if, if he's not if he's not on the roster by uh, 2022 2023 season at some point in time then i'm starting to worry a little bit i mean this guy is far removed from his draft class i mean like, from everything i hear people are always still excited about a skill set i always hear hey he's top four quality caliber player etc that's all we hear the reports on right but i mean the guy's now 21 years old he'll be 22 next year and you're thinking to yourself, okay, if by the age of 22 years old, you're not getting some sort of time period. I mean, he was a second-round pick. You're not getting some sort of chance to see some NHL daylight. Okay. Um, and maybe not at the beginning of the year 2022-23, but, I mean, at some point in time, he needs to be able to make that time period where he's in the NHL.
0: But if we want to look at it as a positive pot- potentially, you know, uh, Josh Bailey is coming up where he needs a contract, another contract, and Cal Clutterbuck and uh, Leo Komarov, so maybe we're going to sacrifice Pulak and Mayfield to make sure we get those guys re-signed, which could potentially give Wild a shot.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. And then... Uh, being facetious, of course. I know. I, when I'm doing that, Crumpy, it's because I'm reading through a whole bunch of comments. One a million said, Glad we agree on our mutual hatred for the eyes on Isles.
0: I, I used to read them and find them interesting, but their refusal to take a stance on anything... They dance around a topic and then just ask you a question at the end. I'm like, why are you even writing an article? Do you know? And they put it under editorial. Shouldn't you have a position in editorial? I don't know. I would think so. Uh,
1: Tommy B said, We have Marvels or Carvels here on Long Beach. It's delicious. Um,
0: I I thought maybe he said they have like a Marvels film festival or something. I don't know.
1: Uh, Brian P said new t-shirts, TJ in the third lines,
0: TJ in the third lines. I like that. Oh man. Oh man. TJ would be like a backup singer. That's what the third lines are. You know, like all the big stars have, you know, this and they got the backup groups. No, no, that's what
1: you mean, right? You would be the
0: one of the third liners. Is what I'm saying.
1: Oh, thanks grumpy. That's so nice. Cool. Brian or Brett P said, uh, when I was a kid, I used to get a cookie post there from Carville my birthday,
0: everybody got ice cream cake for their birthdays when I was a kid.
1: There it is.
0: That was when that's when it first started. It was back then in the the sixties and seventies. Ice cream cake. Woo! You heat up the knife. You run the you run the knife under hot water. You know, sh- cut that cake because man, be rock solid.
1: Uh, Frank Hay said, "How about a shirt of the grumpy old man holding a lollipop with Leo Comrade's face on it?" <laughs>
0: Yeah, that would look kind of kind of kinky if I was, like, licking it.
1: Not like that, Grumpy. Maybe. Hey, I don't know, Grumpy. Maybe that's, a, hey, what the people want is what the people want, Grumpy. Oh, goodness gracious. I uh, got one of those people in our comments. who. Okay, I got that. Can, Get that deleted. Um, oh,
0: having fun talking to yourself.
1: Well, we had one of those comments down there that was saying some not so nice words, Grumpy, that we had to go ahead and kick out. Um, uh, what a film said, yeah. Refs taunt. That's why we love you, Grumpy. Absolutely hilarious.
0: Wouldn't that, wouldn't you pay to see that? You know, get have the guy get on the microphone. Ed Hockley's kid, whatever it is. You know, remember Ed Hockley? Oh, it's this. You know, flexing all the time. Uh, now his kid does the same thing. I'd love to see him get there and taunt the player.
1: Goodness gracious. Oh man, oh man. Uh and then what a the film said, TJ, tell Grumpy that my daughter and I were going to a Meatloaf concert.
0: Yeah, man. Meatloaf's still around. I bet I don't uh, you know what? He can still sing. He can still sing. Meatloaf was good back in the day. It was like uh rock theater almost when he got up there. What a show. What a show. I don't know what it's like anymore. I haven't seen him in a long, long time. But they used to he used to put on quite a show. In the way, way back machine, in the nineteen late nineteen seventies, early nineteen eighties.
1: Brett P. or Brian P. said, "Grumpy, the other older teams have won cups, and we haven't.
0: Um, because we're not talented. We're not as talented as they are. And this is in the nineteen sixty seven Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, that's long time ago."
1: Um, and Tommy B said, how about a Frank K wig for the grumpy old man to wear on the show? Yeah, maybe <laughs> get some glue to stick that thing on there. Wow. Where
0: are you going to weave,
1: uh, wearing his medium shirt over there. How about a picture of Frank, of Mark Brunel wearing his medium shirt? And then, wow. uh, John P said, grumpy old man. Do you remember Don?
0: Don Kershner's rock concert used to come on. I want to say Friday nights at I want to say I want to say 1230 or 12 o'clock and would go on for an hour, hour and a half. I used to watch it religiously. They'd have whatever the bands were at the time. They'd come out and sing one song early, maybe one later. Um, I used to watch that all the time. That was good stuff back then. Mm,
1: Absolutely.
0: That's the only way you got to see any unless you went to a concert. That's the only way you got to see anyone uh, perform live. You know, they go on bandstand, would have uh, groups, and uh, I don't know if Soul Train did or not. I don't remember. I think sometimes they did, but it wasn't the same as them playing live. They were obviously lip syncing and the other ones. Um, but yeah, it's not like today. So, and first, well, first of all, did they even put out music today? Really? I don't I mean, listen to
1: music. I don't like it. I'm one of those weird people in the car. I drive silent. I don't drive with any music. It's my inner time to be peaceful.
0: Why am I not surprised? Sit there. I'm DJ. Brruh. Hey, yo. I bet, he, I bet you curse at drivers. Me. No, I got to listen to music or I have to listen to music. Oh, goodness gracious, um, be. I'm rocking out in the car. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> Singing, yeah. And TJ,
1: is that, is that how it's going for me, Grumpy? Yeah, oh. that's exactly what it's like. Oh man! Oh man! Well, you
0: probably look like Clara Pell behind the wheel. I
1: don't even know who that is.
0: Look it up, Clara Pell. People are gonna comment on it now. Where's the beef, Clara Pell? That's who you are,
1: Clara Pell. Clara Pell. What's Clara her Peller. Her
0: Clara Pell. Clara Pell. C L A R A space, capital P E L L. Clara Pell.
1: I've got this one. Clara Peller.
0: Okay. It's Clara Where's Pell. the beef? This is a lady. That's her. I thought it was Pell. I didn't think it was
1: Peller. Yeah, Grumpy. It's Pella. It's Pella. That's
0: they used to have a commercial where she was driving a car and she was like, that's you. <laughs> Where's the beef?
1: Oh man, oh man. Where's the beef? Goodness gracious.
0: If that's a TJ in hair, that's what he'd look like.
1: Oh, I could put that little wig on. She's got a wig. I, could, I could slap on a granny wig right there, Grumpy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh Grump, we're towards the tail end of today's podcast. Grumpy, what else would you like to say before we wrap things up?
0: I just want to tell people, love and laughter to everyone who listens and even those who don't from T.J. and the Grumpy Old Man. Just remember, tomorrow night, 9 o'clock-ish, we're going to have the T.J. and the Grumpy Old Man show. We're going to kick off week three of the NFL season, Carolina Hurricanes, Houston Texans. Then we're going to be off.
1: Carolina Hurricanes, Houston
0: Texans. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm in a hockey mode, right? Carolina Panthers and Houston Texans. Then we're going to be off Saturday and Sunday. And Wednesday and Thursday. But then we're going to be back starting, not this Saturday, next Saturday,
1: all through the rest of the year. October the 2nd. Then we go back to normal, scheduled programming.
0: Twice a week. And our October 2nd show is going to be our NHL preview edition. We're going to tell you who's going to win the Stanley Cup. (laughs) We're going to tell you where the Islanders are going to come in. We're going to tell you how they're going to lose to the Carolina Hurricanes. Let me guess. Stuff like let that. me
1: guess grumpy are you going to say that are you i'm going to go on a limb are you are you going to say something like the Ounders are not going to win the cup
0: you're going to have to listen to the october 2nd podcast
1: oh look at that look at that oh man oh man grumpy well thank you so much grumpy oh we got one more comment here uh what a million said what are they thinking with Pulock? the longer they wait the more they're going to have to pay
0: and that's the problem with what Lou lamarola does. If you have time, you take it. Well, it winds up costing you more money in the end. Minnesota, I believe today signed, um, had Krill that's it. They signed him to, I think a five year deal a few
1: days ago. Well, they signed and also Rasmus Darlene signed about 6 million per AAV for the Buffalo Sabres. I think it was like a four year, 6 million AAV or something like that.
0: And you wind up saving money in the long run is what you do. when you sign them early. Let's see what the Islanders do. I mean, you're right. If Pulak has a bounce back year at all, he's gone. He might, he might price himself out of here, right?
1: Yep, I could see that. I could see that. I, I don't see how we'd have the funds. Go ahead. Maybe we'll find a way to make it happen, but uh, we will have to see. But Grumpy, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast as always. And my pleasure. Thank you, everybody, who tuned in into the live stream and podcast. Grumpy old man and I are getting excited. We're getting pumped. NHL is right around the corner. We're ready for some Islanders hockey, ready for some sporting action for certain. And thank you again, Grumpy. Thank you, everybody who listened to live stream and listens to the podcast. We will be back live October the 2nd, Saturday, October the 2nd. Thank you again, Grumpy Old Man. Thank you, everybody who listened.